Hello, everybody, to all you YouTube and everybody else watching. Welcome back to a certain point of view here on a Sunday evening. And my goodness, do we have a full house tonight? Um, we have a party planned for the next uh, hour, probably two hours. Who knows how long this hour? I'm just saying. Be prepared. It is definitely going to be well over an hour. Um, it'll probably be one of our longest streams, if not stream, because we have uh, some goodies planned. Um, and obviously, you can see we have a full house. We have those cine fanatics are with us. What's whoop, up, boys? Whoop. Hey, what's, going what's going on? on? Hi, my name is Goodies. Goodies. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, glad to have uh, Robert and Chris with us. Talk, uh, talk about on spectacular because we have quite a bit of stuff to talk about today. Um, obviously, the crew is here as well. Jill, Brian, Molly, how's everybody doing today? Uh, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still like I'm still trying to get over all like the craziness of yesterday. Like it was nine hours of nonstop mayhem and craziness. So like I'm tr still trying to like bring myself down from that. But that's not going to happen tonight. So we're going to keep this party going. So cheers. <laughs> it, it really did feel like our version of a Super Bowl. Literally, oh, it really is. We had, yeah. we had snacks, we had drinks. <laughs> yeah, still riding that high. We were we had, an after, we had an after party after the event. Like it was like it was like we were all there actually at a live event. It was great. That's how I explain it to coworkers. Is like I, I've told them about the schmodown thing that we do and we react to or whatever. But I, I was like, this is the Super Bowl of that schmo. Oh, sorry, this is the big game of the schmodown that we already did. ruined it. <laughs> I already ruined it. I've been referring it to the Super Bowl, but it's, so whatever. Sports. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Yes. Sports ball. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we have obviously we have six matches to talk about on top of a number of other storylines that are being proposed into 2021, which is officially called season eight war, um, which was revealed last night during the spectacular. Oh, yes. For any of you who are watching, be prepared because spoilers will be said. Um, whoever has not watched spectacular. Get, get your butt to the uh, Patreon, sign yourself up, and watch the Spectacular. But we're, we're not holding back on this one. Um, Go ahead and uh, turn it on right now. Watch it. By the time you're done, we'll still be here talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> very fair. Very I mean, fair. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I think that we should just get to our first guest. Um, you know, the, the, the Spectacular started off with, a, with an absolute bang yesterday. Um, we got the Star Wars match, and we do have with us uh, Star Wars champion himself. Mr. Alex Damon, what's up? Hey, what's up, everyone? Hello, hello! Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. That was a that was a match. That was what a great way to open spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad it lived up. I'm glad everyone was excited by it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, if if you're gonna start off, I mean, it, it's cool because Star the Star Wars division has grown so much just over the last like six months, mm -hmm. um, and you start off the biggest event of the year with one of the best matches the spectacular had to offer. Um, watching it back, how does it feel? Uh, pretty much the same. I mean, like I was still, I was still nervous watching it. I was like, I know what happens here, and I'm still like, I have nerves. So <laughs> it's, it's I don't know what it is. Of, it's weird to kind of think about. You're like, I've already been through this. Why? Why do I feel this way? What is happening? He, he exactly. was like looking at the chat, and he was like, I don't want to say anything and and break break the. The, the magic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the illusion the of this happening. The, the, the fall. 
That was like, I think Winston came in after that match into the chat and was like, just finished my interview. What did I miss? And right. I was like, uh, <laughs> funny. Well, I mean, so you got to face Ace. It was a long lead up. Um, he obviously won won the uh, the Star Wars tournament, played very, very well. Um, after all the preparation and the lead up and everything, how did it feel to face off against him and, and get to go toe to toe with him? Uh, it was scary. <laughs> I mean, uh, I knew my, my goal was basically to just try to avoid having to get to the five point time. Like I studied five point questions really hard this time around and, and that level of knowledge because I knew how good Ace was at those. And like, I, I was surprised at the question writers during the tournament and how deep they were going for five pointers now. So like I upped my game and I did a lot of studying, but I was like, I just want to try to not even get to that point. So, uh, that that was my goal. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, anybody have a question for Alex? I I do. It was something uh, that uh, me and my brother we were talking about when we were we filmed like our own like little reaction to to the spectacular. It was something I brought up in our reaction, in that you've had this belt for like what two years, two and a half years or so, uh, three. Okay, three now. So, <laughs> You got you got this belt when Whitwer had to drop out of the Schmodown. And mm -hmm. so originally the idea of the storyline was that you were just going yeah. to be gifted the belt. And you were you were like, No, I, I want to earn this belt. Three years later, do you feel like you've earned this belt? <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Three years later, many defenses later. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you should just carve your initials into it. Basically, I think that would be a fun, like, if, if you ever happen to lose it, that would be a fun Easter egg. Like, you said, you're like, belongs to Alex Damon. Like, please, return please, to, please return. Yeah, please that, return to idea. Alex Damon. If I ever lose, there's just a sticker on it that says, please return. <laughs> please return. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like you. And when he loses it, it'll just be back here on my show. That's damn right. Yeah. Damn oh, right. That's preferable to me if, if that's. <laughs> For him to be healed just for a second. I honestly want to see that cutscene. I really want to see that cutscene. Oh, me too. Y'all meet in the hallway and just hand off. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I wanna I wanted to ask because you had said it in the post interview, um, the, the questions from the question writers. Uh you've obviously obviously played a lot of a lot of matches. Uh, was this one of the best written matches that you've played so far? I think so. I do. Um, a lot of some of the tournament questions, uh, I was a little bit like th those, those can be interpreted various ways. Like and Molly and I were talking about one that she got where, uh, like how does Padme convince boss Nass to like help them out? And it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, you're almost just describing what happens in the scene. Uh, so I, I much prefer when the questions don't really have like any level of interpretation. It's just, it, there is a definite answer to this and it's either right or it's wrong. Uh, and I can't recall any questions that popped up where I'm like, Oh, I don't know if that is supposed to be interpreted this way or that way. Um, and not only that, but just, they were tough questions. Yeah, we were, we were watching it together and I was like, what, what are what is this? What are these? Like I was looking at Sean and I was like, he, he knew he knew so he knew them, but I was just like, how how how? Well, Jesus the one that comes Christ. to mind is, is the gigantor uh -huh. from, from the first round. It was like, <laughs> like three lines long. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and and Alex, you you knew that one not from knowing Star Wars, no, from knowing. Uh, yeah, it was. I remember back during my like the the height of my Lord of the Rings obsession, and like we were going through what? How old was I? Thirteen, fourteen? Just going through all those extended edition, special edition things. Those, uh, not special edition, the special features. And they talked a lot about Bob Anderson, who was the sword master for the Lord of the Rings movies. And they kept bringing up that he was the sword master for the Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, oh, I like Star Wars, too. Right on. And so that was just still in there. Uh, the Star Wars Rolodex just in there somewhere. Yeah. And like, I, I remember them asking the question and I was surprised. I wrote Bob down and then I wrote Anderson thinking I was like maybe 66% on this so that you can see me like react to getting that yeah. right. Yeah. I, I really think you answered it with a question mark. Bob Anderson? <laughs> question mark? Like that, but that was, I think for that, that solidified it for me. Like this dude's a freaking beast, like pulling this out of like, I don't know anyone who would have gotten that. Like, I don't, I, I Kudos. <laughs> Kudos. Thank you. Well, it, it's and it's different for us because we're reading the question. You're, you're just yeah. listening to the question, which yeah. is, and being that big, like that's a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. I guess it just kind of boiled down to <laughs> some key words. It was just like the sword mask. Like I kind of ignored, I forgot they even talked about the whole, like he had a cameo as this character in this. I just heard the sword master who played Darth Vader during that fight. And I did know it wasn't David Prowse for all that. Uh, so I just honed in on that one part that was actually helpful to me. I feel like if I got that question, it would be that gif of like all the math equations just yeah, like yeah. floating around. <laughs> that <laughs> I, I just like Christian's joke, like anyone who asked for a JTE on this is kicked out of the league. <laughs> I definitely thought about doing it, but I was like. <laughs> just to be that guy. <laughs> Can you repeat that, Christian? Uh -huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I probably would have been like, no, sorry. For Christian's sake, though, it didn't have any like wacky names in it, though, for him to That's mess up. That's true. Like decraniated. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, did you have anything uh, for Alex? Well, I think the one question I had is uh, I know like you're probably hyper focused generally when you're going into these matches just on your own game and making sure that you're you know, able mm -hmm. to answer everything that you're given. But do you think, was there any point during that where you kind of fed off of Ace's energy? Because I, I, I do think there was one point where Ace kind of started beating himself up and started feeling feeling really, uh, really down and out, whether it was at, towards the beginning or when he got to that resources question. Do you feel uh, do you feel any like energy off that going, OK, I'm going to build off of off of that kind of stuff? <laughs> Uh, no, not really. I, I tend to just focus on uh, myself and making sure I'm getting things right. I think the only time I was kind of paying attention to, oh my God, Hilo, paying attention <laughs> to his game was, uh, I felt that his solo questions were more difficult than my Rogue One questions. Uh, he went to multiple choice, choice on one, and I would have had to go to multiple choice on it as well. So I, I just felt that in there and i guess maybe i start to think about that in some of my matches just like oh i don't i don't want to get like the easier questions or have people think that but i don't know that is what i thought so it's, uh, that's yeah. that's part of the game though you know it's just that it's yeah, it's that, luck. 
it's the luck of the wheel sometimes. And it's like, sometimes they might get not as quote unquote difficult questions, but it's, that's the schmo down for you. And sometimes it goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't, but I, I have a question for you. Uh, so we all went into this going, uh, Alex doesn't have to study anymore. <laughs> uh, how does it feel now knowing that Molly is up to deck and uh, the Star Wars studying continues? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's just we were constantly studying anyway. It's just now I guess we have to set some time down to like really, really watch the movies uh, and really focus on some things. But we have so many notes at this point. It kind of gets a little bit easier every time. Wait, y'all haven't uh, really, really watched the movies yet? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, really <laughs> watch them instead of just, oh, this is on and I'm enjoying it for fun. <laughs> Holy no, crap, it's like we're watching level of studying. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even watch the original movies to study, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. But, like, <laughs> he doesn't, like, when he watches the movies to study, he doesn't watch them like I do, pausing it every, yep, every other line. Seconds, yeah. So like, and even though I my notes cover just about everything that's said, I still will pause and be like, okay, this, <laughs> they said this. There's this many people in the room. Okay, Alex can just watch the movies and be like, got it. I would I would write down <laughs> some stuff that I thought. Basically, I'm watching it and I'm asking a bunch of questions and saying mm -hmm. like. Do I know who that character is? Yeah, I do. Do I know this or like what this Star Destroyer's name is? And if something pops up where I'm like, I got to look that up, then I'll pause it. And then I have another five pointer under my belt. That's all I was going to ask is like uh, with Star Wars, they have a huge amount of characters that you see like for one second. And much like G.I. Joe, they have like a whole like backstory all written out. George Lucas yeah. came up with all these ideas. Uh, for example, in this match, they talked about the Bomar Monk. Uh, which you saw for like seconds, quickly scares me, and then walks off. Uh, the only reason, like, I know me and my brother were familiar, we knew the answers to that because we had the toy of it from the yeah. 90s. It was a special mail away, and we're like, Oh, it's the Bomar Monk. But how do you watch something like that? See that one little character in the background, go, Oh, I, I, I might need to know who that is. Like, you just try to go searching for who was that in that one particular scene. A lot of that is just already in my head because for the exact same reason, like all of the toys, uh, all of the books that I read growing up. So I just recognize when I see a character, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy has lore. That guy has lore. He has a name. Um, so, yeah, I kind of just try to keep an eye out for anything that I'm like, oh, that guy delivers like a single line. Um, and I better make sure that I know that person's name if I don't already. And just that to be clear, kind of when you have to look stuff up, you're going to YouTube slash Star Wars Explain. <laughs> That's a great resource. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the, our videos are on Wikipedia pages, so mm -hmm. they end up just auto-playing when we look <laughs> stuff up. It's going a roundabout way, yeah. I can, when, we were, when, when we were studying, I was like, I'm going to go to the Wikipedia. Oh, there's another Star Wars Explained video. <laughs> Thanks, ever, Alex and Molly. <laughs> do you ever have to go to Wikipedia to look up something yourself, and the first thing that pops up is one of your videos? Like, oh, this is me explaining it to myself. I already knew this actually. <laughs> Sometimes, but I usually just like get annoyed and mute it. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't want to. I'm um, actually myself. <laughs> um, Brian, did you have something you wanted to ask? Yeah, I just. First off, I don't think I've ever. I've watched these movies so many times, and I don't think I've ever even seen this Bowmark. Bomar Monk character, so whatever. But uh, how close 
did you want to, how close did you come to wanting to do the Clone Wars on the wheel? <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was definitely just like, I, I wanted to flex a little bit and just try. Uh, because like everyone expects you to spin away from that. But like Roxy said, like the belts on the line, it's just that that would be my own pride, just possibly causing me trouble because it is definitely the movie that I think all of us just don't really want to land on. Part of me wished that it just landed on it again. And it'd be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> like I, I wound up in with a uh, heroes and villains last spectacular and it went fine. Uh, even though I didn't want it, but <laughs> one had day, Roxy, one day had Roxy not been there, would you have done it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of was looking for someone to talk me out of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I probably would have spun away. Fair. Um, before we get to, uh, a big question that came up after the match, Molly, do you have anything you haven't asked already? Because you don't have very many opportunities to ask him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hit everyone on the panel. Come on. Just uh yeah, give me all of your knowledge, please. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, so that, that's gonna lead us to the to the, the the big question, obviously. We know what happened at the end of the match with Demolanta, with Laura Kelly, and with our own Molly Damon here. Um, and you don't have to reveal anything yet, but the thought of facing one versus doing a triple threat uh, when that idea was was brought up to you what what kind of came across your mind um I don't know like I'm I'm kind of I'm really split I'm not a very decisive person when it comes to stuff like this and I see <laughs> all the possibilities where I I think people would appreciate watching just a one-on-one -on -one with me and Andrew but I think people would also really like for us to mix it up a little more just uh, to have a different kind of star wars championship match uh and with all of the the speed round and the betting like so much can swing around with something like that that i think the chaos would be a lot of fun uh i also think that christian said that there would be like point incentive to do a triple threat instead of two individual matches uh so th there's that to consider too because everyone i've had a lot of people say like <laughs> No, just do two matches and uh, get the points. But I think it might be worth it to do the triple threat instead. But I, I haven't heard anything more about that. Um, so I don't have any decision either way yet on how I want that to go. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Maybe it ends up how you see who ends up winning the, the match between Laura and, and Molly you decide. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe that'll decide for you. Um, well, anybody have anything else for, for Alex before we let him go? Yeah, I was gonna say I think the chaos thing is actually almost the right way to go because I mean if you look in years past the uh, the knapsack Whitwer match is still one of like the most talked about matches in spectaculars past so it might be like one of those things like as far as a championship match goes you you might want to do the triple threat just for the just for the experience of it and the fun of it yeah all the and someone else pointed out that uh, I'm close to like the the most title defenses ever though so if I did two separate matches that could help me get there a little faster but it's true. Nice. There's a lot to consider. <laughs> uh, well, Alex, thank you so much for hanging out, popping by for a little bit. We appreciate it. Um, and real quick, because we do this always on the show, and I don't know if we've asked this on camera yet, but do you have a favorite candy? Favorite candy? Yeah, Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. Oh. Just want to make it. Just want to make it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, thank what you. Again. What about when you're watching a movie in a theater? 
Oh, probably uh, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I was going to say probably nothing because you don't want any noise during your movie. <laughs> That's true. If, it depends on the movie. If it's uh, Star Wars, then I'm probably just sitting there and not focusing on anything else. I'm dehydrated. I'm like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to eat anything. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, cool. well, again, thank you so much for, for popping in. Congratulations on another W and holding that belt for uh, for a little bit longer until you face who knows who uh, that next match is for you. And uh, we look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, All right. Alex. Bye. Bye. All right. Awesome. Well, we'll get to the uh, we'll we'll get to the Star Wars match here a little bit later um, after we have a couple guests pop in because we already do have our next one who has been waiting in the wing. Um, and if you've been paying attention to our social media page, you know exactly who that is. And we have the brand new Smokedown Singles Champion of the World, Mister Adam Collins. Yay! Let's get it, guys. I thought How I was going to finally feel? get to hang out. Oh, it feels great. I'm sorry. I, was just gonna say, I thought I was going to finally get to hang out with Alex. So I, I dressed for the occasion, but <laughs> okay. Okay. Molly, Molly's still here. Hi, Molly. Hi. <laughs> hello to everybody. It's good to see you all. Hi, um, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me back. Um, I am. I'm still. Hey, Adam. Alex says you can pop him back in if you want. Oh, there you go. Wait, Not go. busy till for another thirty minutes. Perfect. Oh, there Perfect. we go. Pop back on in. All right. <laughs> we'll get all like, the champs in here. I would like Hilo and Pippin also, please. Oh, hey, congratulations, champ! Oh, yeah. Congratulations to you as well. Uh, thank you for delivering us the faction title early on in the event. That was, welcome. I know that was your sole intent, uh -huh. uh, but uh, another uh, uh, tremendous performance from you, sir. That was uh, exemplary. Um, yeah, you too. I was like watching. I was like streaming with friends, but not really listening to them. And I had the match up on my other monitor. Like, oh my god, this went to sudden death. Like, <laughs> that was all of our reactions as well. We were like, what? What is happening? What is going on? Like, it was a. It was a. I was a hot mess. So you guys had a good time? You had a good time? Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I wanted to start off by asking, and we'll get into some some questions from everybody too, but I wanted to ask, how does it feel to be announced as the movie trivia singles champion? Uh, well, I mean, you, you kind of saw it in my match. Um, you know, uh, Christian wanted, wanted the Coyote to stay president throughout that match, and I did my best, but it was hard. <laughs> It was hard to contain myself uh, at the end of that match. Um, I felt like it had been going on for two hours. Um, and I, it's, it's still a lot. Like, you know, we all had to do our matches, you know, ahead of the spectacular premiering, obviously. Um, so to have to sit on it too, um, yeah. you know, and it just, you start questioning if it really happened. Uh, so now for it to out, be out in the open. Uh, it's been a whole additional level of adjustment. And uh, uh, I'm just happy that people aren't rioting in the streets. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, um, the Coyote's technically a heel, uh, which I understand. But um, I was doing my best to also show uh, how much I, uh, you know, respected Dan in that match because it was it was the exact kind of match I'd want to be in. It was the exact kind of way I'd want to win a title. There was no... There were no cheap shots. There were no petty challenges. It was just a straight up match. And that's all I could ask for. I feel like there's a lot of hardcore Dan Merle fans out there, but this match specifically because of your run so far, 
I think people were going to be psyched either way. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think anyone was upset to see Dan lose that belt. Not even Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, we all saw what played out afterwards, which is a different story. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Rocks. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, that kind of took away any fear I had to be of being the bad guy who took the belt away from Dan and, and I and took it away is a, is a, a strong phrase. I, you know, I, I, I gently caught it as it slipped off. Like, like it was, <laughs> it could have really gone either way. I, I know that better than anybody. And boy, could it, well, how many rounds in overtime that it go nine? Um, it was seven questions. Seven overtime. That Still was though, like after five rounds and after you know <laughs> facing someone like Dan Merle, um, it, I mean, just from our side, it was crazy. I couldn't even yeah. imagine what was going through your head. Yeah, I want to know what went through your mind as soon as he said, <laughs> we're in overtime. Like, what <laughs> went through your mind at that moment? Well, um, you know, I burned all those repeats for two reasons. Uh, I was doing my best to cycle through mediocre Jason Statham movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a lot there's a lot um uh and then i was also just trying to mentally prepare myself for uh sudden death because yeah i was just like okay this is where it's going brace yourself for the long haul because you're probably going to get this one wrong uh and so by the time and 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 it was fun watching it yesterday and seeing people thinking i was pulling a, a bateman um <laughs> uh i i would never uh, not, not for theatrics. Um, so I was, I was genuinely considering my time. So, uh, um, once I got to the end, uh, and I'd missed it, I was like, all right, dust that off. It's, it's time to start over. And I just pretended like we were in round one again. That's how I approached the sudden death round with Brendan. And that just pretended it was a brand new match. Yeah. That, and that clearly that worked to your advantage. Cause here you are the new singles champion. You're eight, eight. No, now seven. Seven and zero in yeah. your seven and zero in your rookie year, coming off as a as like a last minute draft pick, like a yeah, free agent, agent, a free agent pick, and here you are seven and zero at the end of season seven as the new singles champion, taking the belt off the go to Dan Merle, like like what? Also on the winning faction, like <laughs> so much is happening at this moment. So is this? 2020 kind of effing sucked, but is this not like the, the peak of like, maybe things are going to be okay now? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a mixed bag for all of us, really. And I think we're all uh, clinging to the best aspects of it, uh, which are easy to count. Mm -hmm. uh, so in my particular situation, you can bet I'm, I'm doing my best to take all of this in stride. And uh, the coyote is certainly uh, um, uh, a little less humble about it. But, um, you know, honestly, I, I can't do anything but take this in stride. It's, you know, I'm off in my own part of the world. Um, I I do my best to stay dialed into the conversation that's happening. I pay attention to the conversation that's happening. Um, but I can't, I don't directly interact with fans and like, I don't do Reddit or Facebook because I just don't want to get into petty squabbles mm -hmm. with, with trolls. I don't know what um, that's like. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I appreciate all of you who are in the trenches, you know, fighting the good fight. But I just, I wanted to spend all of my time focusing on Dan. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, and, uh, you know, even though I pay attention to what's going on, I can't participate firsthand because 
I have to consolidate my energy and my focus. And now that it's the off season, it's back to watching an exponential number of movies every day uh, and finding ways to work it in. Um, so that's, that's where I'm back at now. Um, Brian, I believe you had some. Yeah. So you're, you just said you're watching a lot of movies. Would any of those happen to ever be star Wars? Well, um, I, <laughs> we see what you're doing, Brian. No, stay Feel free away. to not answer that. Feel free to not answer that. He's, he's not. We see what you're doing, and we're here for it. <laughs> I am. Uh, I have to. I have to take my time with anything that may or may not happen in the future of the Schmodown. Um, but suffice it to say, I am. A, I am a fan of that franchise, um, and I know a handful of things about it. That might come in handy mm. someday. Uh, but um, in the meantime, I have a belt to defend. Um, Inner Geekdom and Star Wars um, are have become insanely competitive divisions. And um, I may or may not have mixed it up in those divisions in the fan leagues, but the Schmodown is a whole other thing to consider, especially after winning that belt. And that has to be the priority right now. Uh, but I admire everything that's happening in those divisions. And um, uh, I think anyone would be lucky to compete in those divisions. We're we're keeping an eye on you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're keeping an eye on you. <laughs> uh, Chris, did you have anything you wanted to ask? Uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, this match just passed, you know, obviously you recorded it not too long ago, but, you know, you've had some time to kind of rest a little bit. Do you Are you taking more time right now just to still continue to rest or – are you uh, really kind of back in the grind? And how much does the idea of Dan possibly wanting to come back and build himself back up for that rematch kind of, does that appear anywhere, at least in the back of your head? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I prepare in a way that makes me ready for a match on the fly if needed. Uh, you know, not, to, not that that means I could be you know, equally prepared for any match if it were sprung on me. But my point is um, I spend every single day making sure I engage with retaining this kind of information. Um, and I have ways that would honestly be hard to describe <laughs> to, to other people uh, that I have ways of organiz organizing this stuff in my head. And um, I just, I have a way of connecting this information at uh an efficient rate because I have a life experience of watching movies very closely and obsessing over them. Uh, I went to school for film. Um, didn't know it would get me to the Schmodown one day, but here I am. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, honestly, I say that as a joke because my film degree was a, it was a great program, but it didn't translate to a direct career for most of my adult life. So you know, I would kind of be self-deprecating about it. But honestly, now that I've gotten to the Schmodown, I realize everything has its place in your life. And um, uh, I'm just glad that this feeds my passion of film and keeps me engaged with it. Uh, and and studying, or as people refer to it, is like just straight up studying. For me, that's just watching a ton of movies. And there's just so many movies out there all across all eras. And if you look at the slices in the Schmodown, there's just such a cool way to interconnect a lot of the way those things overlap and then you can kind of focus on what you're watching and if you're really engaged with it whether it's a good or a bad movie you start connecting that to other movies and other movies and um, it's just a constant game of six degrees of separation 
Uh, so for me, that's fun. That's a way to unwind because when I'm in the competitive season, I can't watch as many movies as I would when I don't have a match right on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So the off season's a chance for me to just throw myself back into being a film goer, catch up on some 2020 stuff that I haven't seen yet, um, and prepare for next season. Uh, Robert, do you have anything? Uh, nothing yet. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just can't even, like, my brain still hasn't registered that you are literally, like, basically this unstoppable force at this point. Like, <laughs> who, so it, now that you are the champion and you're obviously going to have to defend, uh, other than a, a Dan Merle, who would you like to defend your belt against if you had to pick somebody? Well, I'm ask that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I can ask something different. You can take he asked the serious questions here. <laughs> you got to be careful. Um, and as once you've won the belt, um, you're not necessarily going to be in a position where you're calling people out. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's nice to kind of sit back because this has been it's been a slugfest this season. Like I'm happy about how things turned out, but some of my, a couple of my wins were very narrow <clears throat> and you know, I lost that team's match fair and square against the odd couple. So I don't consider myself invincible. Um, I do appreciate the way uh, I, I appreciate the support of a lot of the fans and a lot of the belief in what I can do. Um, it motivates me to rise to the occasion because even you want to win for the people who support you and you really, and you also want to win for uh, the shitbag trolls, uh, you know, who, you know, just Fuck can't. Trolls. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, got, um, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it keeps you motivated. Um, uh, but I, I, I honestly, as far as who I would want to play next, um, uh, we have a lot of people uh, in the pipeline to get to a number one contender shot. So, you know, by my math, that includes Dan, Snyder, Irwin, and uh, Liz Shannon Miller. Um, and any one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So any Jeez. one of them. Obviously, playing Merle again would be very exciting. Um, I I would want to double my efforts to show people that my win over him was not a fluke. Um, and uh, Snyder, obviously, I would have to beat him. I mean, I could never give him the satisfaction. Of, of beating never I, I can't not never. not in singles anyway no. uh and i know that's what would mean a lot like he's happy that he beat me in teams but i know he wants to beat me in singles more than mm. anything um and liz obviously uh you know would probably have revenge on her mind and playing her would be uh a very competitive but playing Irwin one-on-one would be a thrill uh yeah. so let's see let's see how it shakes out um, it's going to be nice to see other people play a little mini tournament for a change. That's for sure. I love that yeah. list of names too. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't, there's a lot that Liz be just, just Liz being in there makes me so happy. Cause uh, the more of her in my life, the better. She um, earned her, her spot did. at the top and, uh, she's really dialed into this game. Mm-hmm. And I think she started focusing on categories in a very strategic way. Yeah. So she's a different player than when she started. She's spectacular. And I will add an, uh, just another comment. Uh, I don't know a single damn person who thinks that your win was a fluke. You won <laughs> in seven round overtime, good sir. That is not a fluke of a win. That is you 100% deserving Thank that you. belt that you are currently holding. So congratulations. You deserve every piece of that championship. I do appreciate it. And honestly, um, 
Uh, no one wants to play a match in a studio or in a live setting more than me. Um, I can't wait uh, to get that. Let's go. I just, I just can't wait. Like, let's all wear masks. Let's do it outside. Let's right? do it. Like, stadium. Like, yeah. Or like I, I suggested backyard wrestling to Hambone once on LGR. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, backyard let's wrestling style, barbed wire. And, you know, oh my God, all... Christian Harloff, take notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Background wrestling schmodown. Let's go. Jean jackets on with no shirt underneath. Yes. Like, let's have a, let's have a time. I'm um, so... But no, I'm, I would love to, uh, definitely play a match in person, hopefully several next season. Um, Cause I, I have no complaint about playing the game any way we can. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a narrative, you know, that uh, like, we'll see how this kid does when he plays in person, but trust me, I'm ready. You got this. You got this. Cannot wait to have you in that studio, sir. It's going to be a real blast. Um, Molly, did you have something? Uh, yeah. So going back a little ways, the, Watching you compete in the horror tournament was like maybe the most thrilling thing for me to see happen. Uh, and so I wanted to ask if you could do any other kind of exhibition type uh, tournament like that. What what genre would you want to do? Um, there's a few. Um, uh, so... Um... First of all, thank you for bringing up that match because that was Sorry. that was one of the highlights of my season just because I love that genre so much. And I was not at all worried about outing that as a strength for me uh, because I honestly use that to my advantage in the Dan match. I, um, I'm not ashamed to uh, admit that I put horror on the wheel because I think a lot of people would have assumed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I included horror wasn't so much to include it for myself but to see if Dan, who normally would pick that slice uh, because he's good in it, would run away from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening. That was and, so good. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, I and if he had kept it, I also know the questions were going to be harder because it was a championship match mm-hmm. and they knew I put it on there. So I knew the questions would have probably been pretty tough. So it was just like, let's see how it plays in. And it got him to young adult, which gave me that extra point, which was crucial. Yeah. So you never know how it's going to play out, but I felt like it was a worthwhile swing to take. As far as other matches I would like to be in, um, uh, I could get down on that Rocky exhibition. (laughs) So so in the fan leagues, in the fan leagues, um, uh, the Rocky and Creed franchise is a popular strength all of its own that you can mm-hmm. put on wheels a lot of the time. So it came up a lot and um, it was just a, uh, one of those that I, I loved. I even got to write a Rocky exhibition match for a fan league match and it was awesome. Um, so I would love to try my hand at that. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe that, uh, uh, that, that middle earth. Uh, oh, uh-oh. I think a lot of I think a lot of people want to play Middle Earth after watching that. So I gotta get in line. But uh yeah, I love that franchise. So we'll see. What about uh, uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones? Brian, we see what you're doing. <laughs> Star um, Trek. Uh, uh Alex, do you have any question for your fellow champ? Yeah, I do. Uh, did you have a favorite or maybe just a most memorable 
question from the match, whether it was something that you were like, oh, I can't, be, can't believe I pulled that out or something that you've just had in your head for so long that you were like excited that you got to, to answer? Um, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, I was, I was really happy to have stuck with Clint Eastwood and, and made it seven out of eight. Cause that, that was a, that was definitely kind of a gutsy thing to stick with because it's so broad for, and, and when it comes to like the individual wheel slices for like actors and directors, Clint Eastwood is not as quantifiable as a lot of slices. Um, so I knew I was taking a risk, but yeah, I was just happy because I've spent a lot of time catching up on Clint Eastwood's filmography for the past couple of years. And that's why I knew uh, those three questions that I got without multiple choice. So uh, like I sat through J Edgar Hoover or J Edgar for the first time last year and it was, it's quite bad, um, but, <laughs> but uh, I remembered Army Hammer right away. I was like, yep, I remember that. Um, so I was glad to have that. And then um, Sudden Death, like uh, th there were just several uh, that, that came up. Um, I, I just I, I wasn't sure about a couple like I was on the fence about James Caan, um, but it just made more sense to me than, you know, anyone else. Um, so yeah, uh, and and then you know I know it's obvious to like you know like IG players, but like that was a fun little like curveball, mini curveball, not a big one, but a mini curveball they were trying to throw out with that two pointer about Tom Holland's first MCU film. Yeah, because a lot of people would blurt out Homecoming, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I wasn't going to do that, but I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> so like that that was a fun one just to take pause with, but. Uh, yeah, I'd say the the things I was really satisfied with, Alex, you saw in that horror match because those were some deep cuts that are never going to come up. They're not going to ask about Poltergeist three in a single yeah, yeah. anytime soon. And so. you never know. You never know. Yeah, with PJ being a writer, I guess you're right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> horror, yeah. yeah. Um, Robert, I, I do probably you? have to. I probably have to pop off now. But oh, yeah. uh, congratulations again, Adam. Pleasure, pleasure. Good to break Thank the ice. You, Alex. Thanks yeah. again, Alex. See everybody. Bye. Uh, Robert, did you think of anything? Not so much a question, but um, <clears throat> kind of, kind of a, an awesome, I guess, kudos to you. Uh, so, real quick, because uh, I feel like we'll probably mention this maybe a couple more times. My brother and I were not able to watch uh, the spectacular live because I had to work, so we didn't get started till like about nine thirty our time. Were you up until six a.m.? We yeah we like yeah we were we didn't get done till like oh five thirty in the morning. Oh so here's the thing: we're we're coming to that final match out of watching all these, and we're like, I want to go to bed. But then, like as this match is like winding down, we're like, oh, we are so awake. And then you hit that uh that sudden death. We're like, let's go for it. <laughs> we're like bring let's it, it. Let's go. Let's let's go another hour of this or two or twenty four. I don't <laughs> we'll care. Let's. Fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, good job on the performance on there. Just that was that was a lot of fun to still be like that hyped at that late in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just oh, loved it. Well, I, I appreciate that, and you know, I'm just glad that it was a match that Dan and I could both be happy with in the end. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, I knew once we got into sudden death that if I lost to him. I'd still be in a good position going into next season. I couldn't, I couldn't hang my head about it, but uh, you know, to have, to have eked it out the way it, it happened. Um, 
I'm excited. I'm humbled, but I'm also energized for next season. I really want to keep that belt. And now you're a you're a, a, a kept player. You're a you're guaranteed a to be on a keeper. Thank yeah, you. I'm like, what's yeah. The term? You're a keeper. How does that feel being one of Shannon's uh, three keeper picks? It's bittersweet, to be honest, um, because I want to stay with corruption. Uh, mm-hmm. I, that's my first choice. Um, but we gotta we gotta figure out a way to get Marisol back. I swear to uh, God, any man, if any manager steals Marisol that's from what they all want to do, and I, don't I am mean, going to personally wait, hold on, come hold on, hold on, hold those thoughts, Jill. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. okay. Managers, you know me. Uh, I'm I'm going to call you guys out, Tom, Kate, my darling, uh, um, uh, Winston, Kaiser Coy. Kaiser, boy, Kaiser, my lovely babies. If either of you take Marisol away from corruption and you get rid of my lovely deception team, I will personally come after each and every one of you, and you will loathe me so much that you'll decide to give her back to corruption because you don't want to deal with my nonsense anymore. So I'm gonna come after you. I swear to God, if deception is not a team next year, I will fight people. Jake, you got to clip that and tweet. Oh, that's exactly why I did it. It's exactly. If the other I'm managers in the schmodown like their knees. They exactly. If you like your knees and your ankles. Um, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Can we do the draft back at the Booker T Arena in Houston? Because this would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will pull a Kanye and I will go up there. <laughs> I was gonna say pull in another Schmodown uh, competitor who just runs up on the, in the middle of the arena. I will, just, pull, I will pull Robert Parker and I will come up on that stage and I will be like, "No, this is not allowed." Hey, Molly was be, there for that, I'll be, and I'll be banned for yes. us. I was like, "Who is this little? Who let this little kid in? This adorable little child." Who has who has a savage beard now? By the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to get to uh, to a couple of Streamlabs that did come through because Adam is with us. Um, a couple of them have had, uh, or one of them has had Alex in it, but that's you know it's okay because it's just a comment. It's from Ferris. He donated, thankfully. Ferris, you man, as always. He says, "Alex, my man, you did a great job." Um, and uh, Adam, mad love to you as well. Uh, you all played phenomenal matches. Uh, I was pacing back and forth at work, um, so damn stressful, but you all did it. Woo, Jake, make sure you yell woo. Oh, okay. Woo. Let me do it again. Um, so damn stressful, but y'all did it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love the There's the effort. The Maximum effort. There you go. Um, the next one comes from D Train, and he says, "What's up, guys? It was great watching this season with y'all. If you guys don't win uh, best one on talk show of the year, we riot. Thank you so much, D Train. Um, I was wondering if you guys think that they'll start putting questions for the Mandalorian in the Star Wars division. So this was probably when Alex was here." Um, and then he continues the second one. It says the show is getting bigger and it'll keep the Star Wars and fresh. It'll also bring in new fans who mainly watch the show, not to mention all the other shows coming on Disney plus in the future. Uh, and then he says, Alex named the four major sports teams uh, in Atlanta. Just kidding. Can I just say that we all died of laughter when Mark Ellis asked Alex a sports question. We were like, it's sports. Like, no. <laughs> Molly, but, how uh, many can you name? Um, the Falcons. The Braves, the Thrashers. No, is that hockey. You had the Thrashers, but they're not there anymore. So I mean, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I will give you that. I'll give it. Allow it. it. And, yeah. Uh, Atlanta United, or wait, is that what it's called? 
That's no. your soccer team, but yes. You know, the one that Alex it. missed was the Hawks. Who's your basketball team? Well, I just said it. So. I don't remember. Y'all realize that Alex is here and he's like retaining all this knowledge. And later yeah. on, he's like, why do I know at like Georgia sports team? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do want to say uh, to Adam, I mean, look, man, this – this season has been wild. Uh, you, you've only been in this 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 league for six months officially, um, and you're a seven zero undefeated champion at this point. Uh, congratulations on 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 the title, and you know I can't wait to see what you do next year in a full season. Um, hopefully, we do get back to to uh, in person quickly. Um, but if it isn't in person, uh, can't wait to see what you do with a full season. Uh, you know, under your belt, so it's gonna be very exciting. Thank you very much, and uh, keep up the good work over here. Uh, let me know if uh, you want to hang out during the off season. Oh, All right, yeah. sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you've heard about my outrageous Zoom chats, so uh, we will talk. <laughs> All right. Adam, okay, later, guys. Man. Have a good night. Thank you, Thanks, Adam. You as well. Adam. <laughs> I love him. Yes, that was great. That was great. Um, but we're not also, stopping. I, I will uh, say, just to, to, to point out the uh, Mandalorian question in uh, Star Wars, Kristen actually answered that in his Q&A in Facebook today. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, not this season because it is the movie trivia schmodown, but to be determined, uh, I believe is the exact quotage from Mr. Christian Harloff. So. Sweet. Although yeah. Alex, Alex has already said if you want to make uh, him hold that belt longer, in those <laughs> categories. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone that asks Alex, oh, like what? What do you think if they bring in any of the shows? And he's like, honestly, that just makes it easier for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> we we live, breathe, and sleep breathe. Star Wars. So. <laughs> um, okay, so to all of you watching, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, continue your guys' questions in the chat on Streamlabs. Links in the description. Um, you can also see it at the pinned at the top of the chat on YouTube. Um, but we're going to get to our next guest, and we're very, very excited to have our next guest on because um, she had an unexpected uh, surprise on Spectacular yesterday, and I we're going to talk to her about it, and that is uh, Miss Mara Kanopic will be joining us. Yay! Hello. How's it going? Going well. Um, <laughs> very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Right. I mean, after after the appearance of yesterday, it was it was an absolute no-brainer. <laughs> Yeah, I loved how incredibly awkward that was. <laughs> yeah. I feel like filming Schmodown stuff like that is always like a little bit cringy <laughs> for everyone involved. Well, it wasn't entirely a bit. All of a sudden, just out of nowhere, they just threw me in there and I was like, oh, we're doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's, fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, I, I want to throw it to the panel. Uh, anybody have a question for Mara about yesterday, about just, you know, going forward, anything IG related? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll start. How excited are you to be back? Because I am so, when you, as soon as you, like, after, I'll be honest, I was team chance all the way for that IG bout. So I was a little sad at the end of that IG match. But as soon as your beautiful face pop on that screen, I went, <laughs> I literally went, oh my God, it's Mara. And I went, is she? No, no, she's gonna ask for the title shot. No. I can, I can <laughs> confirm a Jill freak out definitely I did take place. Freaked out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I, I was like, "Mara's back!" And like, I freaked out. So I am so, so happy to have you back. How excited are you to be back in the world of the Schmodown? I'm incredibly excited. I do wish that the world were a different place because I love live events. I love playing to a big crowd. So this will be 
a new and interesting thing, but I mean, that's what the Schmodown is. It evolves, it changes, the world evolves and changes and crumbles around us. So, you know, we're doing the best we can, but I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, can, I can confirm that we were, once you showed up, we were yelling and screaming and, yeah. and saying like, she's going to take that belt from yeah, Andrew. We were like, take it back. We were screaming. Uh, yeah, so, it's so. unsure of which one of the four of us screamed loudest. Yeah, so it was definitely I, a lot of <laughs> a lot of screaming happening. <laughs> um, Chris and Robert, you guys got anything? Uh, yeah, my question. I got I got a question here. How uh, how badly do you feel like you're going to destroy that insufferable current <laughs> IG champion? <laughs> I he think said, that, he said it, not me. He said it. If I had to say what is my personal goal, uh, it would be to give everyone like you a really great match to watch. I want to be proud of what I do. Obviously, winning is always fun, but uh, I just want to go out there and uh, make myself proud and make sure that Dan is proud of me and how I do, that I've put in the time as much as I possibly can. And, you know, the good news is, uh, you can celebrate with like food and drink, or you can yeah. like mourn with food and drink. And so this house <laughs> has lots of food and drink, so I'm pretty well stocked. Um, plus, I'm I'm not gonna lie. At some point, I would really, really love to go 12 rounds of overtime, so that way we no longer have to talk about going 11 rounds of overtime. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Love it. Good. Uh, Robert, what about you? Oh geez, um, was this was this something like uh, like Christian was asking if you were wanting to uh, throw the hat in to go up against Chandru, or was this like you basically asking Christian like, hey, if whoever wins this match, I want a shot against them. I mean, yeah, that's that's basically how. Uh, just as far as the structure of title matches in a season uh, that made the most sense just from a logistics standpoint. So uh, I can't necessarily testify to the inner workings of Christian Harloff because I don't even think he knows how his own mind works because he knows <laughs> amazing things all at the same time, but uh, he managed to herd these cats into next season. So that's just what we're doing. <laughs> uh, I will say quickly before Molly, I'll go to you next. Um, Mara, you fit in very well with this crew because you have a, uh, a little Grogu in the background as everybody else does. Yay! Yay! I, I see him back there! <laughs> Yay! You That's fit in very one. well. We're twins! That's the one I have! <laughs> that's the only one that's not in my office. It's in Alex's <laughs> office. <laughs> How dare he! I know. I'm running out of room. <laughs> is, so is that the I'm Hot worried. Toys one? or? Dan ordered me one. I'm going to grab it because it's right off screen. He ordered oh. me last year and it didn't, it, he, he was like, I can't get it right away. It's like back ordered. So it was coming and it got there. I don't know, February or something. And then in May, I think this guy shows up in the mail. And I guess that he had like not canceled the other order or something <laughs> too. And I liked that one when he gave it to me. It was so sweet. I was very moved. But the minute I got this one, I started screaming that we're not giving it back. And I don't care what it costs. <laughs> oh, that's so good. You <laughs> can't take away the children. Oh, that was the little guy. Oh, my God. No comparison. Oh, my God. You're so cute. There's the just more... different levels of cuteness. Yeah, exactly. The more Grogu, the better. Like, let's yes. be real. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it's still weird. I mean, I know Robert, you had asked earlier about calling it Grogu, but we haven't said Baby Yoda or anything on this chat yet. No, it's Grogu officially. I call yeah, Grogu all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to use his name more, and at this point, it's it's yeah, I'm used to it. I'm trying to use his name more just because it makes him happy. Yeah. So if it makes Grogu happy, it makes me happy. So I'm a component <laughs> of Grogu. <laughs> um, Molly, did you have uh, anything for Mara? Yeah. Um, I guess I want to know if you kept up with the IG tournament when it was airing and if you were like really surprised by the depth of the questions, just the general knowledge of the other players, or were you kind of like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> I mean, every single match that I've ever watched, there's always something in there where I said, oh, that. But uh, <laughs> no, I would say that I, I would have been very competitive. Uh, I wouldn't say I'd win every match or that I would lose some of the matches, but I was very, I was able to be competitive. And I think that for not having dedicated any time or energy, I was surprised at how much I had retained. So it, it's definitely a little bit of a confidence booster to hope that since the foundations are there that, you know, we can build ourselves some sort of tall structure uh, of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, we're all super excited to see you play again. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah, As was, we have mentioned from our screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say um, it's, it's interesting just because, and you pretty much answered the question, but I, I was, I had always been wondering like, because ever since, um, you haven't been in the league. The, the IG division has grown so massively over the last just year or two, and it's become such a different style of play. Um, you know, outside of I guess outside of the tournament, um, has anything that that you've watched from the IG division or just the competitive edge from some of these players? Is it just like a totally weird thing to see, or are you just ready to get back into it? I mean, it's definitely different, but I do think that we might see the way that Intergeekdom feels next season might be a little different because I think one of the biggest changes is that Intergeekdom is, and this isn't like a, a dig, but it's just a fact, it's overpopulated by heels. So you're going to get much more friction and, you know, negativity um, just because of who they are as characters. So perhaps uh, having a baby face return to that part of the league and you never know who could make a face turn in the future. Yeah. But I think that maybe that will help us feel a little bit more like the old style of play just from a, a sportsmanship standpoint. I've never thought of that, but you're hundred percent right. There really isn't a whole lot of quote unquote faces in the IG league. So to have you come back as the as the as the star IG player and bringing that back into like the play as just that that just having a face or like quote unquote hero back into the league is going to be refreshing really and I'm very excited for that. Well, thank you, thank you so much. I'm excited too. <laughs> um, I I got something because now that season seven is officially over, um, and and you've gotten to see all the managers at work with their factions and how it kind of all works being that the draft is upcoming. Mm -hmm. um, is there a manager or a faction that you kind of out, outside of outside of Koi, you know, being that you were drafted by him uh, that you kind of like really enjoyed watching or you were, you were surprised by this manager and how he or she managed during the season. 
I have to say that the manager that I was incredibly impressed with is Shannon, because there's always just a, a teeny tiny amount of skepticism from how effective can a manager be that hasn't played the game. But clearly her relationship with Mike has given her this immense knowledge of how to strategize. And I think her biggest skill that I envy very much is she knows exactly when to motivate her players and she knows how to make them look forward in matches, not backward. And I think that that's very important for, um, players' confidence and their ability to just power through because you can power through and get a win, but if you have given up inside your own mind or emotionally, then you know you're just kind of throwing in the towel. And she is just every single time she's giving like a "you can do it," stop pouting speech. I'm just like, yes, I need that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she for me. She's definitely up there for manager of the year. She's absolutely killed it from really going from the absolute dead last place at the beginning of the season to being the faction champions by what a, like 16 points or something crazy yeah. mm-hmm. insanity so we love you shannon kudos <laughs> <laughs> um i do have a uh, stream labs that has come through for you actually uh okay. maybe even two of them um this is from canada rocks and he says Great to see you back, Mara. Is Kanopic a Slavic name? I only ask because I have relatives by marriage who have the same last name. And welcome back again. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, there's there's a little bit of that in my family history, but um, primarily we're Middle Eastern and uh, Central Mediterranean. But yeah, there's I've done a little bit of um, some ancestry-related stuff uh, because I don't know a lot about my biological family, so... Uh, I found a, I think one of my relatives was born in Czechoslovakia back when it was still that, uh, <laughs> I think sometime in the 1800s, but you know, it's just a nice mixture of people that make hummus. Like that's my <laughs> people that make hummus. Perfect. I mean, hummus, hummus is great. I love yeah. hummus. Mm-hmm. So, never go wrong with hummus. I um, had right before we did this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody else have any uh, questions for, for Mara and her upcoming season? I, I, I have one slightish. Uh, if you just, I mean, obviously your focus is towards your next match. Is there anyone that you would just like, want to play against just even if it was just like for fun for exhibition just because you think you would have like a fun time doing it like a one-on-one way that i want so badly and uh same from his perspective is actually kevin we were so uh you know looking forward to it because uh we've grown exceptionally close particularly over the last year and i know that it's going to we've got it penciled in for the somewhat near future uh whenever he's ready and he's back so that would just be the most fun that i oh, could have. Be the best. I'm so i mean i would that. love to play an ig match against dan especially if you know if i'm lucky enough and i can get the belt back dan is probably going to enter into an ig tournament this year Ooh. and i think it would be amazing if he were able to challenge me because it would be the most win-win match that I've ever seen because if I would win, I'd have a a title defense, which would be great because uh, there haven't been any individual females that have uh, successfully been able to defend a title. And uh, also if he won, he would be the first person to have belts in three separate leagues at any point in time. So no matter what, so that would be amazing. But you know, sometimes Mara's fantasy future and the real life (laughs) don't happen to uh, coincide. 
I think a lot of people would wish that one into existence. Yeah, we, well, uh, gonna, yeah. we get I I have... putting it into the ether, so we're going to put <laughs> yeah. that into the ether that that is going to happen because uh, we want some Dan and Mara matches in our lives. So I'm going to put that <laughs> in the so ether funny. right now. We'd have to pick which room of the like which <laughs> who gets to stream yeah. where. <laughs> yeah. I think I have I, like. I'm still dreaming of the day that I get to play Alex, so I, I totally get you on that. Oh, yeah, that'd be. We're, awesome. we're on this. We're on this train where the belt just stays in the one household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every single one of the leagues. Like <laughs> he over to my part of the house with his iPhone camera, and yeah. As I say, I have like uh, less of a question, but more of just like a. Uh, Kind of a, a gushing about you as a competitor, uh, having been a champion and everything. And just, I feel like at this point, uh, Mara versus like literally anybody in IG is going to be, uh, it's, it's bittersweet because like, obviously we want to see all these matches, but I feel like all of them are best served for a live event. And obviously we're not going to get those anytime soon. So it's like, I want to see Mara come back and compete, but I also want to see her compete at a live event with some of these people too. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be good, like headline matches. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I've, I mean, live events are just the best, and <laughs> you know, I, I thrive on being able to harness awkwardness and have people enjoy that. And the bigger the better, the more awkward the better. Um, but the good news is, Christian did not say that I had to wear pants, so we're already yeah, <laughs> no pants, no pants, no pants. I encourage everyone that watches that match to also not wear pants. I, no pants will be worn. No, Molly's like done. We'll, we'll start it. We'll, we'll start a hashtag. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag no pants. Um, well, I think the only right way to to finish this off is asking Mar the important question here from POV, and that is, what is your favorite candy and what is your go to movie snack? Okay. Oh, this is so difficult. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds so silly, but my go-to movie snack is baby carrots. I theater <laughs> because you eat Mark Ellis. Ellis <laughs> woke up from the deepest sleep of all time and just what? what? <laughs> well, it's great because in like a really slow, like tense drama, like an awards contender, I have to wait until something is happening, like someone's crying because. <laughs> Their child has died in their arms, and then I can bite into the carrot and eat it because it makes so much noise. But if it's like Transformers, the last night, I can just eat the whole time. <laughs> but I would say my favorite candy. Oof, I think maybe I'm going to say Butterfinger because the few times that I risk eating ice cream because I am very severe lactose allergy. The few times that I risk uh, anaphylaxis is for a Butterfinger blast or blizzard or whatever that I'm at that puts Butterfinger into heavy cream related drinks. (laughs) Give me a blizzard any day. Oh man. I love a good blizzard. That used to be my go-to blizzard from Dairy Queen Queen was was the Butterfinger one. Yeah. I love I it and I've always wanted to try it, but I worry because toffee is already so hard that with it being very cold that I, I wouldn't like the mouth feel. So I yeah, maybe I'll give true. it a whirl. Those are the important <laughs> questions. I talk about this world. all day long. I'm, I'm very <laughs> analytical about desserts. <laughs> so we have gotten so off track on talking about stuff like that so yep. many times. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're supposed to be talking about other. All oh, right, Schmodown. Anyway, so. yeah. yeah, we we have a food section in our Discord we just do. for conversations about food. snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so that sounds amazing. 
Um, well, Mara, thank you so much for stopping by and hanging out with us for, for a little while. We really, really appreciate it. Um, we cannot wait to see you back in this in this league and uh, taking it to the um, the current champion. Um, Destroy him, insufferable. Mara. Destroy the, the him. Jake. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to leave that to everybody else to shoot their words out there. So. He licked the belt, get him out of there. <laughs> oh my god! I'll do my very best to not disappoint all of you guys. So, fingers are crossed. I can also cross four of my toes. So, I'm, we're good. If you do get that belt, make sure you lice all wipe just one time. Yeah. Uh, well, I've never won that belt because I won the old belt. Oh, that's right. Oh, it is a new belt. Yeah, I wonder if it's so, heavier um, than the old one. Over during Rachel's reign, so Mike and I would be the only two competitors if I can win it that would have won the old belt and the new belt, like Ooh. in competition. Ooh, love it. I would love to join him in that distinction. You've got this, Mara. You've got this. Positive wins. <laughs> well, whenever that match does happen, we look forward to having you back on this on this channel with the belt Absolutely. in picture. So, yes, with the belt um, on your shoulder. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, we look forward to the next couple of weeks, next couple of months with everything going on in Schmodown, and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thank for you, Mara. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Thank you. Bye. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love her. Yes. I'm so awesome. glad she's back. I'm so like and like to the viewers literally no exaggeration we all lost our damn minds when mara came on screen <laughs> i like, i, I want to ask i want to ask chris and robert because we were all on camera together chris and robert what were you guys' reactions when she popped up it's kind of like this Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but oh look mara's here something's about to happen <laughs> it's <pretty> good too <laughs> I, it, it honestly took me a second to realize she, that she still had her like I can I can ca- the quote unquote like for, for wrestling terms like her money in the bank like I can cash mm-hmm. this in for my title shot and I was like wait wait is she cashing in her title shot no and like just panic and screaming ensued and insert shocked Jill face here and it was a lot of screaming <laughs> Molly Molly Hilo would like more buffalo chicken dip. In- <laughs> Yeah. You guys okay. will see that clip out. Stay tuned to all okay. you uh, watchers. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's really get into this now because we ha- we do have a lot to talk about. Um, oh, but such, I mean, look, we, we just had a great hour with Alex Damon, Adam Collins, and Mark Novick, which was awesome. But we have some massive things to talk about. And let's just start it off. Let's go in, uh, in order here chronologically. Let's start with the Star Wars match. Uh, obviously, we know that Alex retains the belt. He defeated Ace um, in fashion of TKO. Uh, which is a really big deal because Roxy was able to jump up from where she was and end up in third place in the factions. Uh, Alex played a huge part in that all year long, and he was able to uh, to take that for her, as long as with um, uh, with the odd couple a little bit later on, which we'll be talking about. Um, let's let's just break down the match, talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, were we surprised? What were we surprised about during the match? Um, did Ace play great? Uh, Chris, I'll go and start with you all the way over in the corner. Uh, surprised is not the word I would use because at this point I have a steadfast rule for the stars division, which is you don't bet against Alex Damon ever, ever, (laughs) even if the person that he's facing just ran through an entire tournament from a play in match all the way and is like on the cusp of like taking down his record. I don't care. (laughs) You don't bet against Alex Damon. And that's like, no, obviously that's no slide against ACE because like I just said, ACE, Ace is probably, and I say this trepidatiously, he's probably still, in my mind, the Star Wars player of the year. But at the same time, it's 
you, you just you don't bet against Alex Damon. Yeah. Or. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where people's loyalty lies. In that case, you don't bet against a demon. Yeah, yeah. safety. All, all better. Um, Brian, what about you? Oh, I, I, my favorite part was learning that she's been betraying us for the last the whole time. The whole Let's break it down for what uh, what everyone doesn't know. She's been telling us that. Alex had an amazing thing happen after the match, and we should definitely watch it. Lies. And we're like, okay, cool. So, like, we're all watching, and then, like, all of a sudden, Molly pops up. Pops up. And, then, and then we're all like, what? And then Laura's face pops up, and I'm like, what is happening? And I, oh, we all, uh, we, Arlo, yes, we, we like. We, yeah. love yeah. Yeah. we love. We like very nice. Was, <laughs> I I was I was so excited to keep that from you guys. Oh and, and to, the deception. The deception. But then to be like, oh yeah, Alex says something crazy happens after the match. I, I don't know what it is. I believe but, every second. Oh, yes. was, I never totally, questioned I on know, our part. I was like, I was like, oh cool. I was like, even Molly doesn't know. This is gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, are we gonna get a heel, Alex? What's gonna happen? And I was like waiting, and I was like. Alex is gone. Nothing happened. Did I miss something? <laughs> is something else going to happen? And then Miss Laura Kelly pops up on my screen. And then Miss Molly Damon, who I am currently talking with on our Zoom call at the same time, also <laughs> pops on my stream. And I look at her and I go, Molly, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just glad that I could I could convince you guys. Like, maybe we should record our reactions for some of this stuff. Chaos. You got, uh, trust, yeah. trust me to all you watching, you will see all of this happen. Yeah, we you recorded. Will, it, it'll all be clipped out, and you will all see the lies and deception from Molly's face as we're watching this. I know. <laughs> we literally taped all nine-plus hours just in case something happened. I and, think what, was, what yeah. was so funny about that is literally, like, three minutes prior, some fan in the chat put, it'd be so cool if there was a Laura versus Molly versus Alex like like match to like a number one contender and I literally said oh my god that would be so cool like not even <laughs> realizing that it was literally about to happen uh. yeah that's I loved that Laura was also in the chat and so then I was kind of in the chat saying things like yawn like we were getting um, some heel Molly Damon <laughs> in that chat that was, that was um I do want to pause the conversation just real quick because uh Christian actually just posted something that's actually very important going forward uh, all of us are wondering, or we were wondering, what's going to happen with the Droogs no longer being a team with the trade. Uh, so everything that happened with them is gone. Mm -hmm. And he had put it up earlier in a comment. That means mm. that Ethan Irwin is officially a free agent. Um, he's not part of the suspects. And that pick that he traded for Ethan Irwin goes back to Sam. Um, and so that's what's happening going forward. It all just goes back to normal like it was at the beginning of the year, okay. uh, which is a big deal. That's, that's yeah. a very, very big deal because we know at this point that – Someone like Dan Merle is available and Dan Sam Merle has an option. Tries. We're going to talk about this later, but I just want to comment. Dan Merle is an effing free agent. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Not like, for long. Really, what, is, what is happening right now? Anyway, okay, anyway, Star Wars match. Um, um, well, I, wanted, I wanted to talk to Robert and Chris real quick. The reaction to the possible of the three-way and the number one contender match and all that stuff. I'm I, like, I'm super curious as to how this, how this is going to happen because... 
like I, I, I feel like I could go either way uh, at, as like people as us. I'm so speechless as someone who's done like reactions for so long. Like I see kind of like what Alex was saying earlier. I see the the need to go either direction, whether it's like for him and his his own standings or his faction or for what like the fans are actually going to want to see. Uh, like I'm torn because I, I, I get all of those and I want like all of them, but you can't choose. Can't. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> jealous to be in his seat right now. I would not want to choose between those two. I happy wife, happy life. So happy wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I'm like, as I touched on earlier while Alex was here, uh, for me, like variety is the spice of life. I love, I love what we get in terms of matches all the time anyway, but every now and then if you throw in a triple threat with like highly competitive individuals in a division that has grown so competitive over time, I I can't say no to the idea of the, of the triple threat. It just seems like such, such fun, especially like, as I said earlier, when you're talking about, uh, you look at that Iron Man match between Knapsack and Whitwer and how much like that was different from the normal matches and how much that's still being talked about as like one of the best they matches use, that the division even saw. The, they use that clip in the like the intermission. Yeah. The big like, promo, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the promo, it was part of it. Like that it's it's gone it's like a gone down in the history books in a Schmodown match, you know, it's a one of those and and like the last triple threat in Star Wars was live with mm-hmm. Alex, Ken, and Joseph. And that was a freaking fantastic match. They're just, they're a great way to change things up. And I know every, we've all talked about it and everyone's been talking about it since yesterday. Um, it just adds another like, and for lack of a better term, like another coolness factor to the match. Mm-hmm. You know, ha- having a three-way battle between three players, one of them possibly being a champion and putting his lot, putting his belt on the lineup against two people who could take it, and not just one. Um, and like he was even saying when he was on here earlier, that there might be a bigger value to that uh, rather than just playing the one person. Um, and that that makes the the decision even harder because if it's like this big thing, like okay, I, you, if you win, you get this, but you're putting your your belt on the on the lineup against two people. Um, it's big. Also, if he wins that match. I mean, it's like, will he ever be beat if he beat and wins a three-way? Like, that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, I, mean, I, I know there's going to be some new people, uh, like, sending in videos to Christian trying to get into the league. We have at least one person that, uh, that we know personally send a video in who has beaten Alex at Star Wars Trivia at Dragon Con. <laughs> So it can be done. And he, I will he sent, redact that comment from this stream. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sent in an audition uh, tape, as far as I know, and uh, I, I would be, I would love to see him in this crazy, crazy. I think honestly, program. we're just gonna have to get to a point where we have Alex as the tier one champion, and then we're gonna have to have a tier two champion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one a, a and one B. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see like a Star Wars free for all. Just get everyone in right? there. Oh right? my yeah. god! Yeah, like, 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 like,
like a free for all Iron Man match. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Just, Honestly, just a knockout, drag out. Let's just yeah. Even if it's just an <laughs> exhibition match, like just mm-hmm. having like a like a Star Yo, Wars free for all. Be careful what you say. Your your man is you're volunteering your man to do some uh, stuff. That means I have to, that means I have to be coach again. <laughs> but honestly, like the way the way that everyone in the Star Wars League, like I feel like they could all beat Alex in one way or another just it depends on the questions so I think a free-for-all would be amazing to see because I mean like a free-for-all would be incredible but and this would never happen but this would be so awesome if it did say whether it's the beginning of this year or the beginning of next year say Alex in 2022 still has the belt say no one was able to beat him and he goes Christian I want to give up my belt and I want to face every Star Wars competitor that this league has (laughs) That would be effing awesome if uh, and he, and he won the belt back that way. I, I mean, at some point, if, if he continues to win, you're going to have to find a way to get the belt away from him. Like Alex Amon versus the world. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it'd be crazy. It, it'd be crazy. But uh, anyway, I, I did want to say, because I, I do want to talk about Ace just a little bit. Um, I, love I, I thought I thought he proved himself um, on top of just the tournament. Uh, I know a lot of people had questions like, oh, it was, you know, he did it in so many weeks. He just got lucky with how it played out. You know, Laura lost before, or no, excuse me, he beat Laura. Um, he beat sorry, Laura. But, but Laura, Laura, Laura beat herself. Uh, Ace didn't beat her, et cetera, et cetera, like that type of stuff. Um, cool. I thought he played very well. Um, we saw what the speed round looked like in the match. Incredible. Yes. Um, the only thing that affected him was the betting round. The betting round was was the ultimate decider of this match. It threw a wrinkle, um, and it being the third round and a five rounder, smack dab in the middle of everything happening, you can you can see that everything just shifted. Mm-hmm. Everything clearly just shifted after the challenge. Um, the mm-hmm. conversation going into the fourth round between Winston and him, um, it was just a total decider in the match. And it's unfortunate because he played really well in the fourth round. He played really well in the in in the fifth round. He did get a very tough question in the fifth round for his three pointer, um, but I I thought he proved himself. I think that he's going to be a very talented and and well involved Star Wars player going forward, and I'm excited about it because he brings a different aspect of the game that some players don't in the league. I agree. I agree 100. And he I like we we said the entire time we were watching this match was we all freaking adore ace cabrera like mm-hmm. he we love him in this league he like, like we said at the beginning of this uh, stream he was a play-in match and just absolutely dominated that tournament and while the championship match didn't go his way it was a great match he mm-hmm. in that because we were i think for us the our biggest concern for him was the speed round but he got everything except for the one question that even alex got wrong mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so, and that for us was our biggest concern because we were afraid that, like, he was going to, like, because even Winston has had to talk to him about, like, don't, like, you need to stop and think about it. And But he was just boom, 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 boom. So he 100% deserves to be in that championship match. His wins were not a fluke. It wasn't people losing against no. him. It was he deserves to be there 100%. And I thought he played a fantastic freaking game and it was so entertaining and you could tell that the both of them like at the end of it you could tell that ace was a little defeated but he was still in there and he was still ready to keep fighting and i respect him so much for that and i cannot wait to see him back next season yeah agreed he he he's still my star wars player of the year i I think so 
for me, me too. too. Yeah. 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 I mean, me too, honestly. Alex Alex played one game. Big one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, it's funny because like you Ace is right up in there with like every other player. There's no Star Wars is so like everyone's just on this crazy level. And this year showed it. I mean, the popularity of this specific division is just incredible. I mean, you you have a hard time rooting against people when they play because oh. it. Yeah, it's just so awesome. And it's like, I mean, how could you root against someone like Ace? And then you have Alex. Also, you want to see him keep winning, and it's just. It's just fun, and I, I like that that was the first match too, because it was just, just Star Wars, freaking Star Wars, the most nuts categories and freaking yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, right. Yeah, like like everyone said, Ace has zero to hang his hat on. I mean, no. he he went, literally ran the gauntlet in the tournament mm -hmm. to get to this point. Win or lose, no one's gonna take that away from him no. at yeah. all. I feel like so, watching. Oh, sorry, Brian. No, I was done. Uh, I I feel like watching Ace play through the tournament was very similar to watching Adam Collins play, yes. and like, I mean, I I just don't think Ace has gotten enough recognition for what he has done compared compared to maybe an Adam Collins, uh, or even even Chance, like. I don't know. He he blew everyone's minds, and he's he's so nice and and just like I don't know. There's <laughs> there's nothing bad to say about him, and and oh. the way he played in that match was it was fantastic. And he he just got some really hard questions from the wheel, and then I feel like Alex getting Rogue One, which is like one of his, if one of his very favorite Star Wars movies, I feel like Alex getting that and getting all those questions kind of maybe, I don't know, made him a little sad. And I, I know when Winston came in there and was like, snap out of it, you know, like Winston does, but I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I hope to see him back. I hope to play him one day, honestly, like it, it'll yeah. be, it'll be fun to see him come back and play again next season. Robert, you got anything? Uh, as for as for the Star Wars match, kind of just agree with what we've been saying already. Uh, like, Ace definitely came through there like uh, like Adam did. I think I was getting Adam and Alex's name backwards earlier, too. But, uh, uh, like, he definitely... Wait, too, many through, too, too many A's. Too many Yeah, Ace, yeah. Alex... Uh, with. But that's why I'm going like Ace because I think Andres yeah. is throwing me off also. But uh, <laughs> he came through like that, just like Adam did in the in the singles tournament, just completely just demolishing left and right. And it was it was weird because like I was trying to look at the I was thinking about this earlier, the dynamic between how both of them played. They both came into the tournament uh, essentially as like play in underdogs. We didn't know what they could potentially bring. And they just started demolishing the whole way through. And for a while there, like, especially like uh, with Andres, uh, it, it seemed like a lot of like the fan re reactions or Ace. people like on the Facebook, everyone was saying, yeah, everyone was saying that uh, like they constantly are like 
thinking he's not going to do it. They're counting him out, and he just keeps winning over and over and over again all the way up to Alex. Uh, and then you got Adam, which after, like, I guess, like, probably, I don't know if y'all have an opinion on this, but after, like, Adam uh, took out Roka, I don't think anyone was really counting out Adam that much in the yeah. singles tournament. Everyone was pretty much rooting for him and assumed that he was going to plow through the whole tournament. So there was a weird dynamic there that, like, everyone kept doubting Ace going through that, but not so much Adam. And then, of course, when you get to the end of it and you're going up against a champion, like we were saying, you don't you, you don't go against Alex Damon at all. Like, so, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I know there was a lot of people rooting for Andres on that, for Ace on this, but... Uh, at the same time, I feel like the same. Like ah, you, you kind of have to stick with Alex Damon. He's the the tried and true. The day we get someone that defeats Alex Damon is going to be a shocker for all of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> no pressure, um, right? <laughs> I will also say quickly just before we move on that um, remember when everyone was saying that Ace isn't this great player when he lost to Robert Parker and IG. Look I was going to say, Look at that like now. Going, going from losing in IG, like getting yeah. KO'd in IG to becoming yeah. this, like, if I was him, I don't know if I would have come back, to be honest, like, but he brushed it off and he was like, that's fine. I'm going to come back into this new league and I'm going to burn it to the ground. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> I mean, clearly Ace thrives on people doubting him. He yeah. says it in almost every promo oh. and like, good for him. It's it, it worked. <laughs> that, uh, that upset city was a great, like a great yeah. name to grab on that because that was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I got a couple of stream labs I want to read off before we get to our next match here. Um, so this comes from oh god, where did it go? Uh, this comes oh, from Will Watson. I, sorry, I saw Nerd Chronic in the chat. I don't know if he's still here. Thank you for all your work, Nerd Chronic. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, Eric. You're hey, God. Yodi for Chronic. I know we could talk about like every single one of the promos that played during this, but like with Eric actually in the chat, I was like, oh, good time to mention. Yeah, the Yodi for Chronic. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I think he's done easily like one of the saving graces of this entire season is his editing. So definitely hoping that Yodi award goes his way. Agreed. I don't know. I don't know if Christian's still here too, but <laughs> <laughs> um, especially after he threw up that Jericho. One. Oh, oh. That, oh, oh yes, that. yes. Hey, don't give a fuck. <laughs> we lost it. We lost our minds. Yeah, oh, he's still I here. Think, there we go. He's still here. I think that, that that was one of the ones I think I I uh, I notated that is going to be a part of our reaction clip as well because that was hilarious. So oh, yeah, that was good. Um, all right, Will Watson came in with a stream live and said, "Just want to say what's up to my view crew and showing out family after a fantastic season." We have a fantastic community, and who knows what transformations um, mm -hmm. uh, happen next year. I never thought I'd say it, but I slowly became a corruption fan. Oh. Um, That's what happens. They corrupt you. Uh, and then the – where did it go? There's another one. Those are That's for later on. That's for later on. This one came from Kylie. She said, who else was field betrayed from a certain Molly Damon holding back on us? Like, I'm in strong belief she will be drafted by Koi. Oh, I mean – would you rather have me spoiled it and, and no. not had the amazing reaction? No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. That was no. The been, yeah. Although there was there were several times where I almost slipped up and I was like, sorry, I'm late. I was studying. 
You guys would have been like, why are you studying? Why are you studying? Yeah. <laughs> studying how to play piano. Oh. <laughs> then I would have been like, what are you learning? Because I lied to us before, Molly. <laughs> um, and just to everyone who put in the Streamlabs, uh, I know that you guys have them in. I'm saving them for when we talk about the specific matches, so just hold tight. Uh, but let's go and shift to our next match here, which was um, a really, really fun match. It was a really great match between Chris Jericho and Brittany Young. Um, the One of the two non-title matches that happened, they were split up. And we had this really cool match between a real-life wrestler and one who plays a wrestler on television. Um, so let, let's just talk about it a little bit. Brittany Young obviously walks away with the W. Uh, really impressive. Uh, but Jericho, of course, showing up again, really showing that he's able to, to hold some movie knowledge as well. Um, Brian, I'll start with you on this one. What did you think of uh, Jericho versus Young? I adore Brittany Young. I love her so much. And <laughs> her with Kaiser is like the most amazing thing. Cause she's just like this ray of sunshine in the dungeon. He's like, no, shut the blinds. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's too funny. And I mean, it was great. I was laughing a lot during this one. And I mean, I don't think anyone expected any less. Um, but yeah, I I I, re I would love to see more of her. I mean, she just is just hilarious. I, I yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about. She she seems her. to really enjoy it. She she posted yeah. that picture on Twitter yesterday where she was watching Spectacular Live her and her match and everything. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Jill, what do you think? I, I couldn't agree more with Brian. I I think I literally tweeted, I need more Brittany Young in my life, and I effing adore her. And that match was just, it was just fun. It was a nice, like, palate cleanser for all the stressful championship matches we had that day. So, and I also want to note that it's also nice to see Jericho kind of let loose and, like, have fun. Um, so I really, I, well, yes, now he's 0-2. I want to keep seeing him back as well. Cause that it's just, it's nice just having these, I've said it multiple times. It is just nice having these fun, goofy, not stressful matches that we can all just like really have fun and enjoy. And I'm not like biting my nails and crying and like sitting at the edge of my seat and having a panic <laughs> attack as to what's going to happen next. Like it, it was so enjoyable and so fun. And I love that this match was included in Spectacular because we definitely needed this little bit of sunshine and goofiness and happiness. And uh, also hashtag cafe. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so cafe, cafe don't give a fuck. So. Yeah. And Jericho, um, Jericho keeps coming so close. So close. Well, I, and I want to say close. that uh, what was the the pull uh, the Jamie Kennedy poll he had? Oh my Jamie god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows his stuff. It's so good. He was like, he was like Jamie. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Kennedy. And he yeah. like randomly pulled the name, which was great. Uh, Robert, what about you? Uh, so all the all the humor aside, yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I wasn't a big wrestling fan. I like I watched it for a little bit, like in the early two thousands. Uh, I'm aware of Chris Jericho, but like not a huge wrestling person anyway. But to see, like, I know enough about him to to understand the contrast of how he's acting in these matches that he's played now. I think it's great to see him doing that to have to absolutely having fun with it. Uh, the other thing I liked about this was Kaiser. Uh, Kaiser was having a lot of fun with his like off camera, Brandon, Hannah barista thing shit <laughs> going on. That was like, this is Maxwell house, like whatever that was. <laughs> uh, but it also kind of seemed like it, it, 
I don't know if anyone else knows. It kind of looked like Kaiser at one point was kind of like, hey, Jericho, would you like to come over to the dungeon next season? Type thing. Mm. It looked like he was kind of like grooming him a bit. Like, hey, we both like classic rock. We both have the dungeon would be pretty rad. It would. Yeah, I can. I could definitely see him being a dungeon head. Although I kind of uh, hope he sticks with Roxy just because Alex has joked about it a couple of times, but uh, Alex and Jericho as a team oh. in the team's God. tournament. <laughs> How much fun you would know, that be? I just want to see the promo with Alex and Jericho like next week. <laughs> <laughs> that alone would be worth the price of admission. Like it, that, oh, that actually yeah. sounds more like a commercial for like an NBC sitcom. Right? <laughs> he's a wrestler. He's a Star Wars nerd. Okay. <laughs> uh, Molly, what about you? Uh, I agree with everything that everyone has said so far. This was such a fun match to watch and also still impressive. I mean, no one counted either of these players out, I think. And yeah, that... Jamie Kennedy poll was hilarious. I was watching it as I was like cooking and he, he started to say a couple of different names and kind of mumble. And I was like, Oh man, he, he knows it, but he just can't pull it. And then he, he pulled it at the very last minute. And I was like, Oh damn. <laughs> I, I, I wanted him. I, I love Brittany young and I love that she won, but I also, I, I want to see Jericho win a match. Because yeah. I, I just, yeah. I, I need Poor that. Guy. Just so close. Yeah. By one point, both times. Yeah. And Brittany Young said, like, she hopes Christian will have her back. Of course, she should come back. I think everyone would agree. Dan would uh, be disappointed if she didn't come back. I'd be sad. <laughs> I would. I'd be sad. I, I love uh, Chris. So, my first thought is, I would have never guessed if we were able to print out uh Shimodon spectacular bingo cards that the friendship that I would give to uh, Jericho and Brittany Young would be a thing that I would mark off on my card. <laughs> but oh my gosh, can we get a cutscene of them two just having like a dance off at some point? Cause I am, <laughs> yes. that's, that's kind of like my huge takeaway. Like I, I loved, I loved that match. Just again, like you guys were saying, just Jericho kind of cutting loose a little bit and just having some fun with it. And then obviously, like Brittany Young is just such a ray of sunshine. So to be able to like have the the contrast of like the hard and stern, I'm the, I'm the wrestler, I'm coming in here and I'm gonna, and then yeah, but let's have some fun also. And you know, <laughs> then you've got Roxy and Kaiser as the managers, like trying to be like serious as like managers against each other and like, you know, Kaiser, whatever rivalry they have together. And then uh, it's just like, okay, but our, our players are just having so much fun. So it, what do we do? <laughs> I, I think I might edit a video together of like them having like smiles and all good fun to the tune of the My Buddy commercials from like the eighties. <laughs> You're my best friend, my buddy, kid sister. I might do. I might do that just for fun. Uh, I, I, I was gonna say something else. Going back to that uh, Jamie Kennedy poll, I think Jericho's way of polling that answer was much better than mine because he said they're going through like all these names, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's uh that's that guy from uh son of the mask like that, oh, that was my go-to was like why am i pulling like one of the worst movies known to me <laughs> jericho just going through actual names <laughs> uh i will I, yeah i will say that that for the idea of putting a jericho versus young 
and then we'll get to Smith versus Sheridan later of putting these matches between these big title matches. Wait, um, you said Smith I, versus I, who? You, we'll get to it later. Yes, um, <laughs> Smith is versus Sheridan at this point during the the broadcast. Um, it it worked. It it worked. It was it was meant to be a little bit of a relaxer. It was meant to be something that um, kind of was like a like a seventh inning stretch in baseball, right? Like a match that's really good, but that you can kind of like hang out and and relax in and enjoy without any kind of crazy chaos. Um, little did we know that the next two matches that happened were going to be the craziest matches, and then the third one, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I I would really like to see Brittany Young back. I think I think she imp- she impresses me each time I, I watch her play. She really did well against Jader earlier on this year. She was actually leading most of that match, and then she just slipped up um, towards the end of it. And then uh, she gets a W here against Jericho. I, I obviously want to see Jericho back. He's going to come back. Um, the big question is is uh, from what Roxy is saying is that he's he says I'm only going to play for her. Will that actually be the case if he gets drafted by someone else? Um, so it's going to be an interesting offseason. But I think that it definitely paid off in having this match there. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, it was a lot of fun. And again, seeing, uh, you know, Roxy and, and Kaiser as well, kind of go back and forth and seeing a little bit of a relaxed Kaiser in there too, having fun with it. Um, it totally did its job in, in being placed in the middle of those matches. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is the cut scene for who's the boss, correct? Leading into the next match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I do have a stream labs for that. And so we can talk about that right now. So this comes from Canada rocks. Uh, he says, what an awesome show yesterday with all the great stuff that happened. No one is even talking about the breakup of who's the boss. Do you think we will see Riley versus Bateman in the first quarter of 2021? Um, I will say that I don't think – the re- I think the reason people may not be talking about it is because it was expected. Um, yeah. I think we all went into this knowing that who's the boss wasn't going to be a thing anymore. Um, but little did I – or little did I know, I was very surprised with how it went down. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, you see Riley pop on screen, you see Peyton on screen, then you're like, okay, I, I now see what's going to happen. But I never expected it to happen that way, and it sure seems like we are now officially getting full heel Bateman returning, possibly even more heel than he's ever been. Bless. Mm. Bless. I, lo- I loved these little... <laughs> 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 yes. I loved the little cutouts. I honestly expected... Um, like little halftime TikToks from Abby. That's kind of what I was hoping for, but these worked out just as well too. That would have so, been great. I know. Can you imagine? That would have been perfect. But um, yeah, I, I I agree with Jake. I think it's the least talked about one because it it was more like expected. Yeah. I think for them to not be together, how it went down, that's a whole nother story. But um. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with I, that. Who, who's Riley going to be with? Who's Bateman going to be with? I have thoughts. I do. Go ahead. Put <laughs> him out there, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, just kind of touching on something that we'll obviously get to by the end of this, but uh, you no longer have Riley teamed up with Bateman, which means he's free to be picked up and put on a team with anybody. Well, there's also one other member of the... Uh, the fence stock exchange who is now no longer without a partner that oh that's not what i was thinking i'm thinking there could be like a reuniting of team champs yeah from back in the day dan and riley back together yeah wow i didn't even think about that season that two would be huge season two yeah interesting mm, that is interesting see 
what I got from that, because I think I actually commented on it um, when we watched it, was that I don't know if it's if it's just a coincidence or was Ben's laugh very reminiscent of Andrew Guy's laugh? Uh, sort of. I think they they kind of carried like the same laughter when they were together before. They yeah. both had the same kind of laugh together. Because for me, I was like, I don't know if it's just me trying to really will a, a team action reunion, but I was like, please let that be a hint that y'all are going to be back together. Because I oh, that, that's definitely happening at some it point. Needs yeah, needs to. I would literally it do will team action to get back together. Like it. That is my goal is to just get team action back so any little any little hinting of a team action reunion i get way too overly excited um but yeah i agree with everyone here i think that just riley and bateman not being a team anymore was pretty expected uh just not the complete heel turn that we saw of ben bateman that was the big surprise i think yeah i think he's gonna go more heel than he ever has me too i really do yeah this year didn't go at all how he planned like at all like it, it nothing happened in the way he wanted it to and i feel yeah. like that's gonna fuel a very big heel turn for him going forward mm-hmm. yeah i mean he plays a heel really well and even when he was a face he wasn't really like face. like, like I, every time i see him i always think of what andreco says is uh you have the most punchable face I've ever seen. <laughs> and, like, ah, uh, God. I just, and the thought of seeing him and Guy again is just chaos. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. feel like it's coming because, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at Bateman, like, like you were saying, uh, when he was a face, he was barely even a face. It just felt like he was taking hits from people who were heels like towards him. And he was just kind of storing them away for another day to bring them out now at this point. And he's just going to unleash. It's going to be fun. Yeah. That's what I said. Like I guarantee we're going to see team action back. I think what they're doing though, is they're really trying to figure out a creative way. Cause you just, Mm -hmm. you just can't throw them back together. Go Well, team action's back together. And we're all like, (gasps) yeah, there used to be something. I mean, I feel like they're. I feel like maybe they're waiting, and and hoping that they can do something like that live, like yeah. that happen that live. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh my yeah. god! The roof would be blown off that place. They're they're gonna yeah. try to recreate the reveal of Dan Merle as a horseman. They're gonna try yeah. to do something like that. They're gonna yeah, try to pop that as much as they can. I was there for that. <laughs> and that and that, and it's it was years ago. And it's still yet to be topped in any kind of live fashion. It was the biggest thing that the Shmodan has ever done. The fact that Dan Merle had joined the Horseman in the way it did. They're going to do whatever they possibly can to try to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be crazy. If it if it's in a live event fashion, I mean, I mean, C2A is going to lose their effing minds. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's, that, that's the thing to always point out. Like, uh, I know some people are like, oh, we didn't need to see team action. Like, team action is not that great. Team action is the only ones in the Schmodown that had a fan after show reactor created solely based around them. Like, everyone else who does like after show reactions are, for the most part, they're just general Schmodown. We all just like Schmodown. We do after shows. They were like started off solely about team action mm-hmm. so yeah the effect that they have on that i, I f- definitely feel like they're going to bring them back yeah it's it's it, whenever it does happen it's going to be absolute chaos um all right let's go and shift gears here uh let's get to the third of the six matches which is 
to me, the most heartbreaking match of the event. Uh, and that is the team's title uh, match between Shazam and the Odd Couple. Um, and it's nothing against the Odd Couple, but my goodness, just what a heartbreaking ending uh, to this match for Shazam, William, William Bibiani, and Brendan Meyer. Uh, Jeff Snyder, Mark Andreco getting those belts back. Um, they, they, I mean, 2020, as bad as it's been elsewhere, the Odd Couple crushed it this year. They did really, really well in almost every form that they they played in. Jeff Snyder obviously doing really well in the singles tournament. Um, and then Odd Couple winning the team's tournament and now winning the team's belt back. Uh, Jill, I'll, I'll start with you on this one. Um, Odd Couple taking the title back, getting that getting that belt back for the rock stars and themselves. What do you think of this match? Uh, this one was an interesting match for me. It was it, it it's kind of one of those things where it it was a championship match. It really came down to the round five questions um uh it, again sweet snyder surprised me with his performance in that speed round uh i think all of us were completely shocked he got one out of five yeah yeah he went one for five yeah completely shocked by that but and and he was given an opportunity for another one and he still missed for another it. one and he still missed and mm -hmm. that for us was a shocker and and then for uh shazam to miss their two and their five was a shocker there was a lot of ups and downs in this match um I, I was rooting for Shazam. No disrespect against the odd couple, though, because they have, we've talked about it. They've been absolutely killing it this season. This season, they played better this season than they did the first time they won the team's belt. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Come after the writing team. I will. I will come after you. Um, so this was, it's, and I said it on Twitter, if this match doesn't, affirm jeff snyder on your mount schmodown or your hall of fame or whatever you want to call it i don't know what does he's he's at least like if we, whatever we think about hall of fame or mount, he's at least top five player of all time 100 percent. i hate mount rushmore i do too i also thing. hate it i personally call it like my hall of fame yeah it's yeah. yeah just what i mean yeah we don't need to be swapping four players in and out every time just make a hall of yeah. fame the best exactly. of all time yeah exactly yeah, that's so that's and that's that's my thoughts on this is it was uh it was disappointing just because seeing and I again I tweeted this in my reactions too was that seeing Brendan coming into the match with the with the belt on his shoulder being so happy and excited to be there and then for it to not go his way in the end was a little bit heartbreaking but again no disrespect to the odd couple they had a freaking brilliant season and they pulled it out in the championship win and now they have their belts back and it's uh it's it's gonna be fun seeing them as a team again because we all know that Roxy's gonna keep the odd couple. Are you kidding me? Like, I think uh, I think Roxy not keeping the odd couple next season would, would be one of the biggest stories of all time. So I'm just gonna confidently assume they're still gonna be with Roxy next season. Uh, so be excited to see uh, how they go about with trying to keep their belts in season eight in this. It's gonna be I yeah. Knowing that we might not see teams for at least a little while, um, that could be very interesting. So, uh, yeah, Robert, Odd Couple, Shazam. It's a thing. Like I was so torn between that because I love Bibbs so much, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the other thing is Jeff Snyder has really he's really embraced the fan community lately. Yeah, um, wanting to talk to everybody he's uh, he's a great personality great person uh to be talking to and so he really had me like rooting for him as well uh so like completely torn on that um i i like the way it went like i i'm very happy to see odd couple get that 
uh, especially for Snyder to get that belt for the third time now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that was perfect. I think some of those questions were really hard, but I mean, it was like the five pointer question, the like the nicknames. The Edge and, of Tomorrow question, yeah. Wow. Because uh, I, I was trying to remember what they were myself, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one yeah. of those, like, when you, when you get to that five-pointer question, it, it's great if you happen to know it yourself. That way, if they're able to say it or not, you know in that, like, little instance whether or not they won before you hear Christian do the, and you're a winner, yeah. or however yeah. he does it. Um, yeah, it- that type of question, the Edge of Tomorrow question, you you have to know that movie very well to know that nickname. It's not a it's not a nickname that would ever come across your mind if you don't know that movie very well. Like yeah, what they were going cool. like they were going with like Prodigy or or whatever they were going with, it it made no sense with what the nicknames were in the movie. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Was it um, Angel Oliver Dunn or Full Metal Bitch? Full Metal Bitch. <laughs> Yep, full metal bitch. You you would never think of that. You would just never think of that. Um, um, if, can I just add if they ever add a Disney League, that's going to be my nickname. Jill. Full metal bitch. Jill. Jill. Full metal Coming in with the, in the Disney League with my tangled dress on. Julia, yeah. full metal bitch. <laughs> uh, Molly, what do you think of this one? Uh, th- this one was hard to watch, but also very exciting. I, it's it shows once again like how well both of, everyone in these teams like even each other out. Like uh, Shazam, they're they're just such a great team together. The Odd Couple, of course, legendary. Um, yeah, I was. I was not sure what was going to happen the whole time. And then Snyder did the speed round and I was like, Oh no. Like I thought that was going to be it. Um, and then that, that last round happened and that was, it was hard to watch. Cause I, I was so excited for Shazam to get the belt and they didn't have it for very long. I know. Yeah. But broke me. yeah, but the, like, like everyone said, the odd couple, some of the best players we've ever seen some of the best teams stuff that we've ever seen. Uh, and it was, it, it was precious to see Andrako break yeah. down yeah. after they, after the, it, like it finally sank in. Yeah. Uh, it was, I was, I was happy for them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to root, even though you want one, one of the teams to win, it's hard to root against either of them after this year. The way that the odd couple yeah. kind of played throughout this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chris. So many thoughts on this match, honestly. It's, there's so much going into it. I mean, obviously, like longtime fans of uh, Bibbs and Brendan, uh, I, I have been known to say that I, the second they came together, I was like, these guys are going to get a belt. They're going to have a belt. I would have loved to see them get a defense, at least one defense in. Would have been great. Uh, but on the flip side, uh, I'm looking at Jeff and and Draco, and obviously they're like a, they're definitely a championship level team. But they uh, to see them get like so beaten up in that match, it just it just kind of hurt. Like, and it's it, it brings me to like one of the things that we've even told Jeff on our show, which is there's very few. I feel like there's very few 
uh, manager team combos in this league that are as strong together as Roxy is yeah. with them. And I think, yeah, I mean, you probably could actually say the same to a degree for Shazam with Koi, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just so very present whenever you see Odd Couple on screen because you'll see Jeff or you'll see, like, even with this match, them just so out of it, just so beat up over that uh, over that speed round. And then Roxy going, stop, get focused. Come on, get back in the game. You're not done yet. You guys can actually win. And then they go on to hit all three of their final questions. Uh, I see some talk. Obviously, I'm not going to call names out here. But I see some talk of saying, like, they didn't deserve the win. And I think that's kind of a ridiculous statement, honestly, because they had more points than Shazam at the end of the match. Exactly. At the end of the day, like, yeah, Shazam didn't hit their last question, which they could have won with. But that's the game. You have to hit the questions that you need to hit in order to win. And if you don't hit those, the other team will have more points than you and they will have deserved the win. I think at the end of the day, you had two championship level teams and the one that deserved to win did actually end up winning for uh, the games that was played that day. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Mr. Brian. This was just a tough match to watch. Like, I felt like I was literally like watching like punch for punch and literally they had like you know those memes that are like it's Simba and he's like no don't get up like it was just, <laughs> you're just like gosh darn it like yeah. this yeah. is this is rough like for, on both sides and mm-hmm. so yeah this was one of the m- more difficult matches to watch but it, I mean it was and not in a bad way. I'm not saying it in a bad way at all. It's just like, man, this thing was just a nail biter and just clawed out from the get go. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker. I mean, and, and you know, Molly, Jill, and Brian saw how much it, it hurt me when I saw Shazam lose the oh, way they lost. The Jake, Jake had a time with that one. Jake, Jake, right? Jake had to take a moment. <laughs> I yeah I Shazam is arguably my my favorite team and Bibbs is arguably my favorite player um, and Brendan is very high up there too just the way he approaches the game and everything uh, I love Koi as a manager and um, I had picked the Mercs to win the faction title at the beginning of the year and I stuck with them all year so uh, seeing them at the very end of spectacular was was great and I also wanted to see it end differently just because the way they lost last year spectacular yeah um, it would have been a really nice turnaround. Uh, seeing them, you know, win the title, even though they already had it, but defend the title at Spectacular after uh, after last year. But I'll, I'll I'll give credit to where credit is due. The Odd Couple came in and they 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 just looked great. It just looked really really good for the last couple weeks uh, or months, whenever it was recorded. Um, the way they played in that team's tournament was incredible. Um, they had their ups and downs, but they always seemed to find a way to win. Um, same happened here. We we talked about the speed round, but we also keep in mind the betting round. Uh, they got a really simple question, um, but Shazam bet three. They bet one. That could have easily affected them, um, yeah. and that could have easily shook them a lot more than it did. Then it followed by the speed round. Any other team probably would have been would have lost their mind if that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a bad betting round, and then a very bad speed round. I mean, they were they were down by six going into the the final round, and they ended up winning. It hardly happens at spectacular. We've seen it a number of times over the last couple of years, but it really does hardly happen. 
so it was definitely a little bit of a bummer. Um, but I do have two Streamlabs that relate to this match. So I want to bring them up here. Uh, and this one came from Canada Rocks. Uh, and he says, I am happy for Odd Couple's win. Uh, but they got 100% outplayed and only won to a lucky break on the final round questions. And Roxy's sheer force of will. So I will still be voting for Shazam as team of the year. Do you guys agree that Shazam is still team of the year? Um, I At this point, after yesterday, I would give it to Odd Couple. I think I would, yeah, I think I would give it. It sucks to say, but I'd give it to God. Uh, yeah, I have to, I have to agree. Yeah. Not that, not that Shazam hasn't had an amazing season. They clearly have. They were the champions. Uh, but for me, Odd Couple definitely proved their, proved why they're one of the greatest teams of all time. Um, yeah. It's, I, I, mean, I they, they won the belt, they've won the belt twice. twice. Like that's twice so i'd still give it to the odd couple personally it's it's for sure a, a toss-up between those two teams i think and then you got like final exam is maybe in third but i, I have final exam in the conversation yeah. mm -hmm. uh i would probably i probably would at this point edge out odd couple just because i think the the pathway for them to get to the belt was maybe a little bit harder or a little uh, especially because there was like an actual tournament involved mm -hmm. than it was necessarily for Shazam, despite the fact that Shazam had to go through some like pretty solid opponents to try to get the belts to begin yeah. with. Uh, it was less less on them, though, because it wasn't like an official actual tournament than it was where you had odd couple having to fight through like the best of the best in teams in order to get to those belts. Mm -hmm. So probably edge out odd couple on that one for sure. I'd probably agree with the odd couple only also much because of wrong <clears throat> can't talk <clears throat> because of roxy yeah. uh roxy has really done a good job of showing how good of a manager she could be like in the moment of the matches she's she's done multiple times getting her competitors like their headspace back get them back in the game uh when it's so easy to just like count yourself out kind of like what it looked like the odd couple were going through in this uh even after roxy's pep talk you saw them they're like yeah we're still here but you 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 could feel like that they felt defeated on there but roxy's ability to kind of help push and still get them to a win is I, I think that's really important. And not that the other managers don't do that. Uh, say like in the case of Shazam, uh, we do see like Koi interact with them, but I don't see, and it's it's completely based on how the managers, I guess, interact with their players. But like I, I, I saw more of like Roxy really trying to reach him on an emotional level in the yeah. middle of that game, in that precise moment. Uh, I don't think I've seen any of the other managers do that. And She's I think that's it work. Let Shannon it a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. It will, and it worked like we've seen it happen, but how many times has that actually worked with someone like Jeff Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. She's a Snyder whisperer. Like, <laughs> is. It's like I mean, I think that's, that's the move that you see with, I think your top three, uh, your top three manager of the year contenders. Now I'm putting Roxy into that, into that conversation, but with Shannon and Winston also, they all three of them just do such a great job about getting their players back in the game and focused again. Yeah. And you can even say, I mean, and this is just me, but Coy as well, you know, Coy coming well. in. And I know he's not, I, 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 I would say he's probably not in the conversation for man of the year just because his team didn't do as well as they probably could have. But he, we saw many times before how he did as well on screen with, with his players too. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, this one comes from Tim Sim, uh, and he says, uh, who deserves overall player of the year, Adam Collins or Jeff Snyder? 
Ooh. Adam Collins, in my opinion. Collins. I would yeah. say so because he is an undefeated rookie who took the belt from Dan Merle at Spectacular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was yeah. Not yeah. Even and he ran through a singles tournament. Yeah. Not drafted. Oh. And oh, you're drafted. Tournament. Good point, Brian. Good point. Good point. Oh, you're talking about Adam Collins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it's closer than than what we're saying. I do think it's closer than what – because I do I do too. Snyder Snyder just won the belt for a third a team's belt for the third time. Mm-hmm. That's that's big. Yeah. That's big. He is he is the greatest teams player to ever live. Period. Point blank. No question. Yeah. He took he went to the final of the sting singles tournament. Great. He also beat Adam Collins' team. There's another thing for him. But what Adam Collins did has never been done before. I think the no. thing that breaks this too is the fact that Adam beat Snyder. Yeah. So like yeah, the head to head factor. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean other I mean you could say, Oh, but he beat Adam in teams. Well, he also it's teams. You have someone else. They went head to head and Snyder lost to it. And that's not diminishing Snyder at all. But um who there's only one other person that has had a run like Adam did, and that's Paul. And it's just, it's going to be really hard. There were just so many factors to put with Adam. Wasn't drafted. Yeah. The people he played in his singles uh, tournament, incredible. Yeah, former champions. Coming from a play in. Uh, Yeah, coming from a play in. He's won the horror free. He won the horror free for all. Uh, it's just like there's just tack after tack after tack, and it's just it just keeps going. And I mean, if you really need to put those two head to head, one of them just did actually beat the other. So yeah, but it's 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 a tough one. Yeah, I can yeah. see that for like Snyder because Snyder was he set himself in the spectacular teams is his house. Yeah. That is where that's where he lives and thrives. Uh Adam Collins had to go through I mean he played like six matches overall, but I mean look how big that singles tournament was compared to the team's tournament. That thing was huge and he he fought all the way through it. Yeah. I, I would say Collins easily. Yeah. That's big too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was a KO. Yeah. Every everyone was worried yeah, about that match. Them. In a row, did he not? Yeah, he, he, he didn't. He didn't get one against Brendan. And I and Molly, I think you were about to say everyone was Sorry, worried about Molly. that match for the opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah, I completely forgot about all of his chaos. Yeah. <laughs> like three. <Yeah. laughs> just a just to really nail it in. <laughs> um. All right. Let's go ahead and get to uh, another title match here, and that is. The inner geekdom match between Chandru Dandapani and Ellison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Chandru did uh, did win his belt back. He defended his belt. Um, he is officially the inner geekdom champion of twenty twenty and going I forward. I don't have enough whiskey for this. Um, and I know that uh, sooner rather than later, we will be seeing him defend that belt against one Mara Kanopic, who, if you just joined the show, we had on earlier. Uh, you can check that out. Um, she talked a lot about that, which was great. But um, look, Chance 
played incredible in the Intergeekdom tournament. Yep. He played shockingly well, better than anybody expected him to be. Um, I think that we could say that uh, Intergeekdom looks like a division for him going forward because of how mm -hmm. he played. Um, and I know that I was one of the very few, the only one on, on POV here that actually said that Chandra was probably going to win. Uh, and and I'm not trying to rub it out. I'm just saying, like, Chandra proved himself. Like, to me, as much as I don't like the antics and I don't like how – like, and I'll say, I'll say it flat out. I think that the whole hair thing and the dancing thing was obnoxious. It was terrible. Like, it was just bad. He was literally dancing with the belt. He looked like he was humping the belt, and it just did not look well. It didn't. I feel like someone else did that at one point. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I will say Sean Sullivan mentioned this, and he said, remember when Josh McCuga got uh, punished for doing, uh, how is this any different, exactly? Um, I'm going to throw that out there, too. Anyway, continue. Um, I, I'm just going to say that as far as player goes, if I'm taking out the personality and, and whatever may be, um, he proved himself as an IG player. Yeah. Uh, Chance looked like he just stumbled a little bit. Um but it's no knock to chance. I just, I yeah. do think that Chandra was just a little, he's just a little bit more of a developed player in IG. And it, it just, that's just how it happened. Does anybody else want to talk about this match? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to quote the amazing Miss Rachel Cushing and say, I will not speak his name. I do not respect the disrespectful. <laughs> Fair enough. Anybody else? Th this was an interesting match to see just because I, maybe I'm just used to the Star Wars matches but like even the first round I think Chance only had like five points mm -hmm. something yeah, like that going yeah, going into round two and I was like oh my gosh yeah he had uh, a hell to climb from the beginning yeah but I mean yeah Chandru definitely knows his stuff yeah. I mean but I mean, do you, do, do we really need an explanation for <laughs> every right answer that that he gives when he knows he's right and he knows? Well, it just it just comes wrong. off in, it just comes off incredibly cocky. It's cocky, Incre like in the middle of the match. Like I understand maybe before or after, but in the middle of the match, when your when your opponent is kind of like struggling, that's that's not something you do, you know. And it's I think that's why people. Yeah, I think that's why people don't like him so much. Yeah. Picking up Which the is... belt before the match is even over. Yeah. Like, we've, like, and what would have happened if Chance hit that question? Then you look like a damn fool, sir. Put that belt down. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I said earlier about Ace kind of thriving off of people not really believing in him. Uh, I think Chandru <laughs> seems to thrive off of people thinking, that he is just the worst. <laughs> Which, if it helps him, you know, good for him. And this is something that only just recently happened, too. Like, Chandra was pretty well loved by a lot of people until that one clip of him, like, all of a sudden he went from that, like, smiley, playful dancing, and then he just, like, dead-eyed looked at Smets in that clip. You're like, whoa, who's this guy? Where, where, did, the, where did the guy who's flossing... <laughs> his way in. where did he go uh and that's where like i guess it's just been a complete like heel turn into yeah. that i and, hold to yeah. it that if if it was against anybody else we would probably still appreciate chandrew to some degree uh but it's the fact that it was against smets that that really kind of did it in for him there yeah um 
if like if he turn if he turns against Brandon Hanna, like okay, cool, we're wow. rooting for Chandru, go for it. But like against Smith, like Smith is just so well loved. I mean, sorry, but you don't no. you don't do that. Um, it's a showdown equivalent of a yo mama joke. You don't talk about my mama like that. No. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, like it's 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 true. I mean, this definitely solidifies him as like a very dangerous IG player. He knows his stuff. He knows how to play the game. Got it. Uh, I do, I I, I I do hate that he defended uh, Smets and Mara's belt though. Yep. Agreed. Yep. I mean, it's going back to Mara very soon, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mara's never held that specific belt. Exactly. So. It's still hers over his. Anyway. It's the yeah. idea yeah. of the belt. I, I think <laughs> it's anybody else's at this point over Changers. I mean, it's the know. title. <laughs> um, well, I think I could say that we can all move on. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go and shift into, and I'm not missing any, any, uh, any clip outs, right? Any cuts? Are there any more, any important cuts at this point that I'm missing mm-hmm. um, after the team's match or after the, IG- Oh, I guess the Mar one, which we already Mara. talked about Mara, yeah. Yeah. the IG one. Okay. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, so that leads us to the, one of the non-title matches between Kevin Smith and Brett Sheridan, but lo and behold, which we all might've guessed uh, it wasn't Brett Sheridan, but it was a flirt and flouse. Um, so Flirt and Flaus made his return uh, and his first ever appearance inside the Schmodown. Um, and I do want to get into Streamlabs because we actually did a question did a question about uh, so Flirt and Flaus and uh, Mr. Johnny Five for Life did a very generous donation and he said uh, the following: Hello everyone, watch your show all the time, love it. My highlight of spectacular yeah. was the return of the Flaus. <laughs> Nerdtronic put an amazing promo together for that match. That I had tears in my eyes from laughing. Yeah, entrance from the match, I fell on the floor. Um, I, I can definitely agree. Uh, Brett did an absolutely incredible job entertaining in this match. Mm-hmm. I think we all expected Kevin Smith to win. Yeah. Uh, we expected Brett to put up some kind of fight, but um, he was definitely there for more of the entertainment value, and it absolutely paid off. I, oh God, I can only imagine. Oh my God, I that was so good. This, it's funny because this was my match that I was least looking forward to just because of like the stakes and of everything else that's happening and stuff. I'm the complete opposite now. This was one of my favorite. Oh, I know. The whole entire time we were talking about you. Yeah. Just like, we were like, we wonder yeah. what Reefton thinks about this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, God, this match was hilarious. It was so, so funny from the second Brett stepped on to the end. And yeah. Oh my God. My sides were hurting at the end of this one. I but, I loved, and like, like our, like Johnny had said in the comments, the, the promo was incredible. I loved when the second you turned the razor on, you saw this like club music and the, the lights. And, the light. and, the light. yeah. <laughs> and it just totally shifted and the flirt and flowers completely took we over. All, we all started dancing. We were like, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. This, this was a, a really fun match for me to see because, uh, and maybe I'm the last to know about this character, but I didn't, I didn't know. I, I had never seen Brett do this character before <laughs> i had heard rumblings about it i've heard the name before um i don't know how long it's been around 
but this was the first time of me seeing it and I was glued to the screen. I was just like, this is silly and, but, but I, I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, yes. he, exactly. He, he went all in and he stayed in character the whole time. Just, man. I wonder if, I wonder if Reefton doesn't like him because he's not German or he doesn't like him because he's so spot on. <laughs> Is he so German? Yeah, so <laughs> German. Okay. But he doesn't like him. <laughs> oh, and also seeing Kevin Smith react to yeah, that absolutely. character was hilarious. And I loved how yeah. he kept saying, our special guest, the Flouse. Our, spe- yeah. our special guest, the Flouse. Uh, are we all taking bad songs of Flirt and Flouse being in the next Kevin Smith film? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, oh, 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 that would be, that and the fact that Brian's oh. actually an actor, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh my like, god, yes. I I like cuz you know, you know Kevin Smith does those like crazy movies and he's saying who the f is this guy? <laughs> I want to see him. I want to see him with the glasses on, the scarf, everything. Yeah. At, at one point in the match they said that uh the flouse was going to be over there singing Berserker and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> that would have been that's going to be awesome because you know uh Rachel Silverstein was watching that going, "Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely." <laughs> Uh, Chris and Chris and Robert match the foot and flouse everything. This match gave me life, um, <laughs> especially at like, like two in the morning for you about, guys. It was about two thirty three by the time we got to this, so yeah, it was a nice like Just a little back. club music popping up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. Because uh, so I, I I do I watch SCN live pretty much daily, so I uh, I'm caught up on uh, on the flirt and flouse from like when. Christian and Brett just lost their minds halfway through this year. Um, and uh, I don't blame them. But <laughs> and it went trending on Twitter, too. That was the yeah, other thing. trending. <laughs> they got um, the, I, I think one of the things is, that, one, I think that it, it was to be expected that it was going to be Flouse in this because... I know like even early in this year when they were when they were doing it on SCN Live, they're talking about like, oh, we should have Flouse come in. Maybe it's spectacular. Maybe he'll do he'll he'll go up against Warfather or he'll go up against I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny if he went up against Kevin Smith? That'd be hilarious, kind of a thing. And then uh I know like he was calling out that uh the idea is that did has anybody actually seen Brett's hair lately? It was <laughs> no, a, he's a, only been wearing hats on SCN Live. <laughs> Like exactly, been, and like as soon as he said the, the next SCN live I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, I definitely should at least see some kind of hair poking out from underneath that hat. We're definitely getting flouse at, at spectacular, and that was that. I was just ready for. It. I was like, oh, bring it! I'm I'm so ready for this match. It was it was hilarious. Uh, I think I think yeah, getting flouse on in a Kevin Smith movie might be like one of the best possible outcomes from that match for sure. And I love, I love how much that Kevin Smith was just playing into it like that. He is so game for almost. He, he anything. totally understands. Yeah. Oh totally yeah. I was like, he dug I was, it. He totally I, dug it. I was wondering, are we going to get Kevin Smith in here going? I don't like. He'll he'll play it for the camera, but afterwards, like, what am I doing? What what is this? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, no, Kevin Smith's like, this is some goofy stuff. I'm all for it. Just no. put me in, put me in the goofy. He was all about it. 
actually baked like he said he was. <laughs> now, I want, now I want Kevin Smith to do a match as Silent Bob and just write all of his answers. Yeah. Yes. Uh, can we mention that Kevin Smith forgot that he needed a writing utensil? That was so <laughs> great. He's smiling and like, just waiting. And he's like, oh, wait, I need to write it. That was so great. good. Like, oh, then they called him out on it later on when he was talking about like, writing passwords. Just perfect. Yeah, I mean, on that. When he was in the promo, when he's like uh, nine, 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 so much nine, it's almost a ten. Like lost it during that. What, what do they call beef in Germany? Boof. Yeah. My, uh, my my takeaway from this one is, as someone who has watched wrestling and was like obsessed with wrestling, I love seeing these absolutely outrageous characters, and I wish we had more of them. Because like the only ones we really have are Zipflertenflaus and Tom. Like these really outlandish, like real char- characters, you know, not like the norm. They're really effing out there. And I mean, I, I would, I would say Lon is a contender too, for yeah, having is definitely in there. Video really Drew character work, yeah. Video, yeah. video Drew. I feel like that's also kind of like who she is. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, but also Video Drew, Warfather. Well, um, well this is funny. <laughs> 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 It's so just beef. I I want more of those like really out there characters. Not I don't want everyone to do that. Like obviously because that would just be a lot. But like I I love it. I know there's a lot of people who don't. They're like, oh my gosh, this is really stupid and cheesy. But like inject that into me, please, because I love seeing these really yeah. freaking crazy characters. Well, there's our answer right there. <laughs> they all yeah. it just yeah. all in, also, in guy is not, for to me guy is not like a goofy character i'm talking like a theatrical like like someone like Tom, well someone. this Foley. Mick, yeah. like mick like mick foley in wrestling like foley. yeah exactly like a mick foley like a um i i can't name people right now because thoughts um but andy but, andy kaufman yeah um so Brimpton is just boiling right now i know sorry. <laughs> Um, all right, so before we get to the, the big main event here in just a second, uh, which we will be, uh, we, we got to talk about the massive cutscene that happened. Um, uh, the big cutscene that happened after this match in the post post game, um, where Kate kicked off and fired oh, Grace, uh, from the den. Um, and <laughs> which Christian seems more than happy about doing. Well, yes, yeah, and that's fine, but he's playing along with it. He's playing along. I'm with kidding. It. Um, and then Kate cut the accent. It's tradition that uh, she has to be fired from a from being oh, a manager. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, last year's spectacular. <laughs> um, but then obviously the big thing with Kate, where she cut the accent and she's getting all serious now. Um, she's yeah. lost the name. Uh, and the den is going to be a totally new thing going forward with just her in charge, not. Not uh, you know having to run through things in grace or anything like that. Um, this could have big implications because if Kate, you know, now that she has a year under her under her belt, she understands mm-hmm. the game as a manager. Um, it could become a big deal going forward, and depending on how she drafts, um, she could become a big contender next year. Because look, uh, the first six months of the year, the Den was considered one of the best teams out there. They I were doing really well all season. Yeah, they were doing really well. And that was with a rookie manager and a co-manager who barely kind of did anything. Um, but if now that she has that experience, it could be very different going forward. Um, so what does everybody think about, about the Den going forward, the firing of Grace, just all of that that happened in that cutscene? Jill, I, why don't you start? I feel like my parents divorced. 
Uh, I really though, uh, as soon as Kate dropped the accent, I was like, oh, yes, like just her getting angry and super into it. I was like, give it to me, give me more. Um, I am going to miss the fanny pack though, because I thought it was fun seeing what surprise was going to be in the fanny pack for every episode. Um, but I love how she's, uh, has kicked into gear and, uh, he, lost his damn mind and he absolutely <laughs> loved it he was like yes like give it to me. Like, he absolutely loved it um he as soon as she like flipped the switch he was like yes mama kate yes so uh it was we are very thrilled with this new uh this new kate that we have got uh what what is gonna happen to grace i do not know uh but mama kate has taken over the den so we'll see what happens next season uh, Chris, what about you? Uh, yeah, this. Th- I feel like I feel like the writing was in was 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 out there on this already. Like you're, it, the second that the den started uh, its decline from where it was at the beginning of the year, it was kind of like a well, knowing knowing Grace's character from seasons past, there's no way she's going to stick around if she's a part of a team that is not like in the upper echelon is winning or anything. That's just Grace's character. And then to see, uh, to see Kate spin around and be like, yeah, you know what? No, you're done. You're out like that. That was, that I think was like super, it was huge. This is one of those situations though, honestly, like, cause I was thinking about this is it's, it's one of those things where you could, you could lean back into the, what if, what if storyline because i think if if the den was a winning faction this year if like it was on top by the end of the season do we still see grace and kate back together next season is kate keeping up the chicago accent next season uh that's one of those like what would have happened if situations i don't know uh i'm just excited to see like kate double down because i know one of the one of the thoughts was how because she was portraying a character how how into this is kate is she is she going to want to be a manager again next season or was she just kind of filling in a gap this season no no she's she's doubling down and i'm super thrilled to see that because she's such a great personality and just a great personality for this league as well so so excited uh molly i i love kate and uh, it was so bizarre to see her drop the accent and just to like <laughs> to, to get real for a second. I was just like, oh. <laughs> she seems actually angry. <laughs> yeah, it is like Jill said, it's like parents fighting. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like Ken kind of retiring, getting out of the game. I was like, okay, I'm not super surprised to see Grace also kind of find her way out of the game, but I also love Grace, and I, I hope she's not gone forever. Um, yeah, because I, I think I think she is fantastic, and I, I, I love her energy, and I, I want to see her back in, in some capacity, but this is very exciting for the Den. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited for what Kate has in store for next season. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Yeah. It, I mean, it's interesting 
that we're going to see a whole different character or attitude person than what we're used to with Kate. I agree with Molly. I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to see Grace probably as much, but um, I I have a feeling she'll pop up here and there uh, in, in, in some capacity, not, not like a role, like where you expect to see her all the time, but like, I'm sure she'll be around if, if need be for something. Um, But yeah, I didn't expect that to go down. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that was quite a surprise. So many storylines. I I will. It's so nice to see stories. It was so fun. fun. It took them all year, but they found out they found a way to do it digitally, which is okay. And it works really well. I will add just a one tiny comment that I am kind of slightly disappointed in is that with how uh, we saw Kate, um, if she's going to continue that character, all the female managers are heels. Oh, and that I'm not a huge fan of. I want to see a little bit of variety. I don't want all of the female managers to be the villains. Is is Roxy considered a heel? She's a yeah. The way she talks to other the way she talks to other, other competitors, that, I always mark her as a heel. Yeah, she's I, don't know if, I don't know if she's like slated as a heel, but to me, I would I would just say up against Shannon, she's considered like so nice and sweet. I would not see. Okay, now here's the but, thing: I would not consider consider Kate a heel. I, I would either. Way, yet. I I don't like, know if I would either yet, but just the way she just was just driven. After, I think it was like, more just like fired up type. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope Grace. Yeah, it was it was definitely more so just towards Grace. I, okay. I agree with you what you said, Robert. Yeah, okay. that, that I hope that is the case because yeah. I I it's, don't want all the female managers to be heels. Yeah, it's it's true. I think out of the two of them, Grace was always the the heel that was yeah. holding holding the den down to heel status, and Kate didn't necessarily exude that herself. So there's a possibility that she's just like motivated and fired up and driven. And that's just, but still full on face. So yeah, uh, Robert, what about you on this? Uh, so I-, I will say like, I absolutely love Kate. Kate was one of those that we like, we've talked to her when we've gotten to meet her, get got to know her like over the past year or so interactions with her uh she is just a fantastic person to talk to um and i i love seeing this like the complete drop of the character because essentially kate came in at uh spectacular last year uh kind of playing it like she doesn't know schmo down and that's why grace is on because grace knows schmo down so she's kind of helping out and now here at this spectacular we've got uh kate is like yeah no i know what i'm doing i don't need you you don't add anything to the conversation anyways just get out of here i'm going to revamp like my whole entire faction and we're going to do something awesome and amazing Mm -hmm. uh so uh yeah and with that being said i will also say cine fanatics absolutely love kate (laughs) and she's in in the process of rebuilding her team we'll talk I may or may not have her number. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've messaged her a couple of times. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's just uh, let's get to the big one. I know we've already talked about it since we did have Adam on earlier. But let's just kind of discuss a little bit more. And we can even filter in what happened afterwards with this um, and kind of do one big combo because we know that Adam Collins, uh, he he continued his his run. He took out Dan Merle in overtime, um, seven rounds of overtime. Um 
And so he takes that title back, or not back, but into 2021, excuse me. Uh, and he is currently the singles champion. Dan Rowe goes back to the drawing board. Um, but lo and behold, we, we did not know that it would be a completely blank drawing board. Um, he has essentially been shut out from the Finsock Exchange. Uh, he has been turned on by his partner, John Rowe. Yay! And he has been turned on by his manager in uh, Bobby Gucci. Um, I know that most of us are like, Okay, like this is this is what we want to see. Um, heel John Roca, more so than ever, heel John Roca is officially back. Um, Bobby Gucci seems to be listening to John Roca at this point. Um, and Dan Roca could eventually could or is a free agent and could be the number one pick in the draft, which means he would not be a keeper. Uh, and that is insane to think about. So yeah. thoughts, um, open conversation, all shoot it to Molly. Why don't you start this off? This was insane. <laughs> like, by, by the end of the night at this point, I mean, I, I was just like, what, what, what is happening? Um, are we talking about the match or, or just the, the All of the above. MVP? You can start with the match and then kind of filter in a little bit. To- I mean, we did uh, do a, a good handful of the match with Adam. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the, the match went pretty much exactly how i thought it would over time just that speed round oh my god yes 20 for 20 holy jesus that was insane punch for punch uh that was that was us witnessing two phenomenal players that will go down in history i mean dan's already there but collins is well on his way um And as for uh, heel Roca, I'm I'm here for it. I love heel Roca. It's probably my probably my favorite Roca. Same, yes. same. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Interesting question here for Tim Sim. What are the odds Kaiser will pull the trigger on Dan as the first pick in the draft? That for me is what I'm. Kaiser doesn't have the first pick though. That, yeah. I believe he does. Hmm. I thought it was suspects. Uh, if Tim says it, I'm going to believe Tim, to be honest. Uh, I could have sworn it was suspects. Yeah, it might be suspects. I'm not sure. Because Dungeon, Dungeon got points from yeah, this. Yeah, Dungeon team. got points from this. From this map, from whatever the hell this we is. We should put suspects in last place right now. Kaiser, Kaiser, but, but was there a trade in the season that swapped picks? That's what I'm asking. Oh, maybe. That's yeah. what well, Christian brought up earlier. You know what it is? It was the pick from last year. Yeah. Remember the Burning Droogs pick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Christian brought up earlier, right? Yes. Uh, Holy son of a... Kaiser has the first pick. Welcome to the dungeon, Dan Merle. (laughs) So does Kaiser have the first pick because of that Burning Droogs deal? Wasn't there a trade? If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there a trade last year where Kaiser jumped up early in the second round? No, like they traded, they traded a slot, uh, a pick slot instead of an actual. Say person. anything made with the Droogs is now null and void. Does that count? Yeah. That yes, but I'm wondering what. And Tim, you're going to have to clarify this for us because we're wondering where that pick came from, Kaiser. Because we th- we thought that it was to Sam. Um, I mean, I, we also have to keep in mind he's more than likely going to gr- be grabbed as a free agent. Not so, necessarily. Gonna be signed. I mean, he you could be. You but don't he, think that someone's gonna he sign could, him? He could go in the draft and be like, "Someone make me an offer." Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has look, at this point, I, if he goes to grabs him first round. Yeah, Tim is also under- no worries, Tim. It's I no know it's Christian Harloff. 
Um, <laughs> I, 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 it's a whole mess. Well, let's let's think about this for a second. I know we're getting off topic here, but Kaiser for keepers. Say, Faye, the three people that he gets that he wants to keep or goes after to keep: Kevin Smets. Smith, Robert Parker, and who else? Well, Smets, Smets isn't is being kept, so Smets, so Smets wouldn't be included. So then, no. Robert Parker, a zipper. I would say zipper. I'd so say Parker, zipper. zipper, and then probably Adam. Wit, yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing: you're gonna take Adam Wit, oh and five, or you're gonna take Dan Morrow. I get, I get Adam Witt is like, I would love to have him on my team. Real quick though, is, is he not taking Smets because like Smets is like officially out as of right now? For the entire I think year. marking Smets officially out for the year. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what yeah. Okay. yeah. His comeback will be a, a special thing. It's going to, yeah. yeah, I think they're going to make that a, yeah. So, so Dan to the dungeon officially is, a possibility which is crazy to think about because you would have you would have oh my god you would have a parker in ig you would have a dan merle in singles and then you could give zipper the teammate he's always needed mm. zipper and merle would balance each other out really pretty solidly zipper wanted to be the next merle how do you, you do that you, you could give with merle you could the, give zipper the name of the you could give Zipper the teammate he has always needed, and then grab. Oh, Brian, Brian's right. I did. Forget he does about have me. a big soft spot for Vinny. I love. Yeah. But don't you think he could probably grab Vinny in the draft? Probably. Probably. Maybe. Probably. And then he could grab a Star Wars player in the first round if he doesn't keep a Star Wars player. Yeah. Zipper. He, he could. He could probably oh. grab Adam back if he wanted to, or he can yeah. grab this one. Huh? What? <laughs> or hers. <laughs> Oh, that's not the right way. Or hers. I'm pointing, I'm pointing in the next room. <laughs> um, so or video it's, Drew. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah. Video Drew is up there in Dungeon too. Anyway, like the, anyway, we like Kaiser at the Cinema Fanatics. I know. Oh, <laughs> anyway, the title match. That yes, happened. the title match. Sorry, sorry. Let, let's let's retract. Let's 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 go back into Welcome it a little bit. Welcome to so, POV, um, everybody. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we we talked about the match a lot with Adam, but let's kind of fill this in a little bit. Quick thoughts about that, and then talk about the cutscene afterwards. Um, Robert, I'll go to you next, man. Uh, what did you think of all this chaos towards the end? With the well, kind of like what I was saying earlier with the uh, the going into the sudden death. That that was like we were like all for this like at almost five o'clock in the morning and we're like edge of your seat like the first one to miss and we're like oh yeah that was that was fantastic and i mean i don't know we said said it all with uh adam here earlier like cemented his his legacy already in the first season and that's insane to cement a legacy in your rookie year like that yeah 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 it's it, like I, nothing we've ever seen before. No. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever be done again either. No, I don't think so either. I mean, yeah, you can compare it with Paul, but he also wasn't drafted. He also won the horror free for all. Yeah. He won a tournament to get I mean, granted, it would have been matches, but he had to run through a tournament to get that shot. He TKO'd Roka in the first round of yes. the tournament. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. But, but I mean, yeah. 
the Schmodown keeps, I mean, it, it keeps getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And I, I'm so happy for Christian and everyone involved that it, that it is growing, but that also means you're going to get more people like Adam Collins yep. coming in yep. being like, you know, you think this guy's good. This lady is good. Uh, yeah. I'm here to wreck the house. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. I can't wait. So Roka heel, huh? And uh, Finstock Exchange going back to the drawing board. That's pretty big. The, I'm the so glad Roka heel's back. Roka heel is back. The fact that ever Roka since Smashathon, when he did the, the not Schmodown match, the Ellis yeah. thing, I was like, that's <laughs> what I want. Bootleg. Schmodown bootleg. Yes. Schmodown bootleg. I was like, that's what I want, and he gave it to us, and I'm mm -hmm. super excited. Ugh. It was so shocking because I thought he was going after Finstock. Me too. And then oh, he, and he directed it, and Dan, I was like, "What, wait, what is happening? Dan doesn't deserve this." No. <laughs> what did it? What did Dan do? You like wanted to like hug Dan and be like, "Go away! Leave him alone! Leave him alone. Stop being mean to my friend!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, let let's talk about this because so so we talked about Dan being a free agent and and the possibilities for him are endless right now. Uh, free agency officially started because uh, Shannon did put her three out there. She's keeping yep. Kalinowski. She's keeping Chance. She's keeping Collins. Um, so now free agency officially is ready to go. It's it's there. It's everyone can contact whoever the hell they want. Um, but Finstock, all th I mean all three of them. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Finstock you mean said, her? "I'm essentially restarting." Uh, put that finger down. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially restarting and I'm going to rebuild. And Roka came in right after him and said, we're building this in the image that I want to build it. And so we're going to see maybe like a full on heel faction. If that's actually happening, yeah. like a real, Sorry, corruption. I will, I will say for a split second. I thought Roka was going to be the ninth manager. Yeah. So did I. So did I, I thought that for a split second, Yeah, but I was like, ah, bummer. But like, but I, um, who had Dan Merle and free agency on their bingo card? Because like, me. I mean, no one expected that. To <laughs> Are you kidding me? The fact yeah. that Dan freaking Merle is not on a faction right now absolutely blows my damn mind. Like, the the whole that whole that. that whole last promo, that whole last storyline promo. Well, not the last last, but the what the one after this match was insanity because so much so much happened in the span of like five minutes and that like, was after nine hours of streaming it literally and so like we get gucci popping in saying like i didn't want to be here because we've been losing and so i knew we were gonna lose and so f all you guys i'm gonna build this from the ground up and you're not part of it okay bye and we were like what was that about and then roca comes in like what the heck gucci why are you gonna oh just kidding yeah dan you suck i'm gonna also burn everything down to the ashes and rise the phoenix and i'm gonna i'm taking names and numbers and i'm gonna flip my hat back gabby laughing at what jeremy said no gabby gab uh i don't know no. Wait, she's laughing at jill she's laughing at jill gabby, i appreciate it because uh, i i was imagining jake having to write in with roca a cowboy hat so i thought that might have been no, he, could wear the, he could wear an indie hat yeah. Oh, you gotta learn how to use a whip, though. I know. I'm, I played him for seven years as a kid in Halloween, so I'm sure. I um, um, yeah, it's it's matches. Also, but also, side note, just for the match too. Uh, uh, match of the year. 
for me. Yeah, and ooh, I think someone did. I did someone ask that in the, either in the chat or streamlabs? I'm gonna double check streamlabs. Um, someone else can go. Oh yes, someone did ask that. So Tim Sim asked that. Um, it's clear that the main event of Spectacular will be my pick of match of the year. I just wonder how many nominees will we have for this award? Uh, um, Nineteen. So many great matches this season. Like I, I mean, the 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 final exam odd couple in the teams tournament that was great. The Star Wars tournament final. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even probably even put Demolanta Scrimshaw in there. Yeah, I was even gonna say Ace, Ace, Ace and Laura too. Um, you, heck, you could. I put, don't know. You could Just... put Marisol and Bonnie Somerville in there. Like that's <laughs> fantastic. I just important flowers, Kevin Smith. The first class, Kevin Smith. There's so many great matches, and like for me, match of the year doesn't mean like it was a championship match and there were all these points. It's like it could be these fun, goofy matches that are up there too. But for me, the championship match was yes, it was a lock. Last match of the year was the best match of the year. Easy. I Um, think. I mean, I had the most intense reaction to to Ace beating Demolanta, but I mean, that's just me. I did too. Oh no, I did too. I lost my damn mind. I was like, what? I will I will never doubt Ace again after that. No, 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 no. Even playing Alex. Nope. Um, Chris and Robert, what do you think of this whole Finsock exchange um debacle that we got going on? <laughs> there's a there's a few things uh here. Uh, I mean, first of all, yeah, I, I do think that that that's easily like the best singles match that we've had in a spectacular before. So there's that, there's that side of it. But as far as like the Finstock exchange stuff, what I love about this is that we've got three, we've got three confirmed uh, returns to norm out of, out of this spectacular. Obviously Ben Bateman technically already did his heel, his turn back to heel, his heel turn back, whatever, however you say that uh, (laughs) when he was going up against Dan before. But this his his thing with Riley kind of confirmed it in spectacular. Uh, then you've got Roca returning back to old form as a heel again. You've got Gucci with his, you, you know, you're a loser shtick. He's going back to that. So that's he's going back to being a heel again. Um, so, I mean, the way I see it is like you're kind of you're kind of doing this fun thing where you're returning back to some of Schmodown's roots, which is a really cool thing. Now that it's going into its eighth season, I think that's. That's absolutely the best, but I have a theory and my theory is as if he doesn't have a winning season this season, Roka is retiring as a heel kind of book ending his career in the Schmodown. I, I, that does not surprise me that I, I, I think with you on that one, I think he sticks around if he's winning, if he's winning, he's going to continue having that hunger and that fire to keep going. On the flip side, though, I also know Roka, and it's 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 going to take a lot to get Roka to completely step away from Schmodown, whether it's competing or managing or a an advisor or something. It's yeah, you know, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna like fully drop out of the Schmodown completely, but he'll. But I'm thinking retiring from competing at, yeah, at no, least I, I, for a good long period. I can see that. Robert, you got any thoughts? Um, so my first thought with Roca is I'm kind of interested to see how the fan interaction on this goes because I know kind of like towards the beginning of this when Roca was like always healed, there was a lot of it seemed like a lot of fans had issues connecting with his character. And it ju- it just took some time for people to understand what a heel is and how a heel performs and everything. 
And so he went back to being a face and everyone's liking him and everything. Now that he's switching back to heel, I wonder if that's, I'm hoping that's going to still maintain the same fan interaction that he has like now with everyone like, oh, okay, now we get it. Now he's being a bad guy again. Cool. But the thing is, at the same time, you like we were saying earlier with Chandru, we had like a lot of people like Chandru until he stared down Kevin Smets and then became this obnoxious character that he's been playing. Uh, so I'm wondering if it's gonna if that's gonna help or hurt Roka in this case. Uh, but rebuilding Finstock, kind of like what uh, what Jill was saying, is that he's I, I foresee him playing still this next season but possibly being more in control of the Finstock exchange. And I'm, I would actually say come like spectacular next year. I wouldn't be surprised if he decides like, screw it. Gucci can't do anything. I'm going to be in charge. of. I'm the captain. Now yeah. I'm going to be in charge of this. And he's just going to change the Finstock exchange to just the straight up horseman. Yep. And it's going to be an entire horseman no, faction. RIP the horseman. Yeah. Mm. Horsemen are officially dead. I mean, if, if Riley comes yeah, back, there's still two of them, but he'll, he'll, he'll probably, Roka will probably re recreate them again for this next. Mm. It'll be a whole nother set of horsemen, but yeah, that's true. Um, Before we, before we kind of wrap up here, I did want to ask with, with Finstock exchange kind of essentially rebranding themselves. Um, Do you see them keeping anybody that they currently have? Now that they got rid of Dan. Barbarian Roca. I don't know if they I, keep Barbarian. I don't think they keep Barbarian. I don't know either. if they keep Barbarian. Yeah. Riley Dimolanta Roca. I would I would say Riley after yesterday, probably Riley. Yeah. Sabrina. And I, someone I, put I, in the chat. Someone put did put in the chat. If they are gonna turn heel, uh, I think Chuck put this in the chat that Brandon Hannah and Sabrina are demanding to be a team. Yeah, from it that. Fit well with Bobby Gucci. Promo from the first promo. I still haven't seen that. I need to oh see. God, it. Well, with Finsock. Great. Like I. Just, oh my God. Sabrina came in and absolutely effing killed it. It was great. <laughs> it was so good. I think they might be a team next season. Hi, Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, I. I mean, do we have anything else we need to touch on before we get out here, guys? Anybody uh, have any final thoughts? Are you kidding? Are you joking? <laughs> no. We're gonna okay. We're just yes, gonna leave. I'm joking. Out. I'm, I'm joking. We're oh, laughing. I thought there was. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we gotta talk about the creepy thing. Yeah, this oh, one body. The mask. Yeah. <laughs> why we gotta? Why we gotta end on a cliffhanger? Who's yeah. in the mask? And it works. It's the way that it who's works. Who's in the mask? I think there's a lot of possibilities that who can be in the mask. I know that with the way it ended yesterday, I feel like Grace might be a part of it in some capacity. That's who I was thinking. Just the way that it all ended, it kind of fits. But I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. Like, it's, who, who stole Andrew Guy? Like, who stole Andrew Guy? It could be Andrew Guy this entire it's, time, just effing with us. Like, we. It's, it's the return of Thad. <laughs> oh my God! Imagine if it was. That'd be a. That'd be so good. That'd be, that would just be comes so good. Revenge on the entire league. Oh my God! If, that would be great. What if it's that Polly D lawyer guy? Or Paulie G, oh, I think yeah, part of oh, it. Oh yeah, I, I met He's that guy at the once. Yeah, yeah, I did too. He was very nice. He was very nice. I mean, does anybody have like any real thoughts about the whole? I like Davlin's world? idea. What's Davlin? What do you say? It's it's Brad Kilmore. Oh, oh, honestly, honestly, he I crossed love my mind. That. He crossed my Brad did cross my mind. I would have been Brad and Frank that are actually the Schmominati. Brad, Frank, yeah. and Jen. 
the three of them. They, oh. They've been they've been running the whole That'd like the after show On top of that, I will add to that. The one I actually want to see is finally see Ellis dive into some storylines yes. that he was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. because yeah. because guy said it's not Christian it's not Christian's not a part of it. Christian he didn't say Christian and Ellis aren't a part of it. Yeah, it was uh, just, I would love to see Mark Ellis just get into a storyline somewhere in there. He's so amazing. Yeah. But other, otherwise, there's there's a lot. There are real a lot of possibilities. There are like a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. I thought I mentioned MFI. Wasn't there a part during the spectacular where it seemingly looked like Ellis was like making a joke about Christian? Like, oh, I guess we used to be friends. And then he sat there like pouting for like a little bit. <laughs> that was like secretly just like a little subliminal plant that we're not supposed <laughs> to get. But I caught it because I was watching it. And so therefore, like, <laughs> it was one of those. Oh I'm hoping it's Alex. It's Alex Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I would love that because <laughs> that no one sees that coming because because then Molly's got to lie to y'all for at least the next half a year. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that would prove that he could keep a secret from me from me, and he just he he can't, can't do that. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so we do have two streamlabs that have just come through to finish up here. This one came from Sorry, and she said, uh, or she or he said, uh, action guys today. More info, weirdness on the Drew being missing. Um, so that show was at five o'clock earlier. Uh, I guess there's, there might be some info because they had Jen on too, so there might be some info on on there. Um, oh, was Drew missing during that show? That's I'm not sure. I Drew think he was there. I'm pretty sure he was there. Um, oh. Sorry, you can, I, 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 I think they played that up like throughout the rest of like until the end of the year, where like Drew is just missing. Oh, yeah. he's on no action guy shows for like the next four months. <laughs> like, we just don't know where Andrew that's, is. That's commitment right there, though. <laughs> yes. I would um, love that. <laughs> this one came. Uh, this one came from uh, or Kylie Gone Heel. Um, um, she says Gone Heel. Gone Heel. Gone Heel. There you go. Action guys, today Drew didn't show up. Jessica and the voice Oh, are they playing it up? I love it. So also, also uh, in real real world, Andrew Guy's been busy with uh, this game yeah, with the app. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to plug it all, though. It's a great way. Yeah, doing that. It, it works great for the storyline, though. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's always busy this time of year, I so they either kick, <laughs> they, they either kick him out of the league, or he's captured or something during this time of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Kylie Gonil. She had said it's impression time. Let's get everyone's best heel promo on another host tonight. And as oh. Bruce Buffer, Bruce Buffer would say, it's time for the main event. <laughs> So what are we doing? We're doing. A we just have to do a heel promo against someone. Anybody? On this panel. On this panel. Oh, on the panel. Who wants to go first? Okay, Molly's up. Jeez. Oh wait, wait. Against you guys or against, against one of us? Against one of us. Oh, never mind. I, 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 I already did mine earlier today when I went after every single manager on the roster. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I I got one. Brian. Mm. <laughs> Me. If you think you know more about Twilight than I do, <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Yeah. Um, so Nerd Chronic, if you the three of us would like to be a part of a uh, Twilight after dark nerd chronic uh, video, oh, video chronic. Video chronic uh 
if you have time. So I can destroy Brian. And I'll anyone else who thinks they know more about Twilight than me. I'll just have fun. I'll, ha I'll, I'll, I'll wear my vampire toofs and I'll just have a good time. Toofs. <laughs> my toofs. Um, anybody else have anything? Uh, we all gotta do one. Or else, or else Kylie's gonna like seek revenge. That's what she does. If <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? I'm so I'm trying to think of mine. That's what I'm, where I can go with it. Oh, well, while you guys are thinking, I have another, I have one last stream that's come through. Okay. I believe this is from Chuck, because um, he put something up in the chat. Uh, Scor Scorpio Rising, war is coming. Hashtag Draft Jake. Send in your audition tape. <laughs> Hmm. All right, let me see. Who am I going to go against? Everyone pick on Brian, then we can find I'm him. done. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I am so nice. <laughs> Brian, you ever try to come after me for Marvel, Star Wars, whatever it is, I'm going to lay a smackdown on you just like I did a Toy Story. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He removed himself, by the way. Oh, he removed Brian, himself. <laughs> my, heart, my, my heart hurts now. Oh, no. I'm not going to go after Brian now. That one hurt me. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, let Chris me... and Robert, you guys, you guys got anything? I'll let him go first. <laughs> Come on, gentlemen, if y'all want to be drunk. Yeah, you guys want to be in it. Oh. <laughs> So, Brian, <laughs> word is that you decided to uh, start an after show called Certain Point of View, and you decided to do reactions the same time we are, <laughs> the same nights we are. Brian, know your role. Look at who came before you. Why are you doing this? Why are you trampling on the shoes of people that have been there before, Brian? Why, Brian? We need to know why. And why <laughs> you don't do you need to hear it, Brian. You don't, you don't need to hear it, Brian. You know what? We're it's tired of you. Happen. Get out of here. You don't move in on our, on, our, on our territory. You think this is your show, Brian? You think this is your show, Brian? We're taking over the show now. This is now our show, Brian. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fanatic's point of view. Yeah, that's right, guys. Welcome to the Cinefanatics Point. You didn't see this coming tonight, did you? Welcome to our show, chat. My name's Robert Adams. My name's Chris, I, Chris yeah. Adams. Make sure Chris join Adams. Our Patreon, like, comment, subscribe, like whatever. And if you have anything to say to us, send it to streamlabs.com slash jigberlin slash tip. That's great. That's so good. <laughs> so good. That's a great way to end. Great way to end. But I do want to mention one more stream lab. This is from Bador, and she says, "No question, just love you guys." Thank you, um, thank you guys, everybody, uh, to to for hanging out this entire time. That was incredible. Yes, uh, Brian, I will definitely be clipping that out. Um, <laughs> Chuck, you 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 are POV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, you guys are mean. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have one, Brian? Yeah, do you have one, Brian? Um, 
Let's see. Let's see. What can heal I go? Brian. Heal Brian. Can I be? I'll be heal heal Brian like Alex. You guys are really mean, and I don't like it. That's 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 heal Alex. Uh, I I do. I I don't want to forget. And Brian, thank you so much in the chat. Chris and Robert, favorite candies, favorite movie snack. Oh yeah. Oh, the candy's easy. I think we're both picking Reese's here. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sound like Alex Bayman here. <laughs> I could just see you two like during like when you were growing up, like Halloween fighting over who, who, everyone's Reese's. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> there, there's no fighting. I'm eight years older than him. There's no fighting. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He did get all the Reese's, but still, uh, it's not the point. Uh, movie, movie snacks a little bit harder because obviously we have like Alamo draft houses and like movie theaters that serve actual like meals. So I'm going to go with uh, chicken tenders and gravy and french fries. Oh, God. they're actually at one, at one point I lived ne right next to a new Alamo draft house that had opened it. They were, they were trying out like a new menu and one of them were these, uh, sorry, C2A could possibly call me out on this, but a loaded fries, not poutine, uh, oh. had, uh, it had like the uh, oh man, I'm forgetting the name of it. It like not bacon, but the the thicker pieces of it, like lardons or something on there. Um, and just whatever they put pork on there, pork so belly? yeah, pork, pork belly, pork, pork belly, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they put like this pork belly on there and then they got rid of it. And that was like that was the crack of okay. Alamo Draft House at that specific <clears throat> one. Like, I, I, I hate the fact they took it off there, but that was my go to every time. Like, I would go see a crappy movie at this Alamo Draft House just yeah. to be able to sit there and eat those fries, which is bad because I could have just sat in the lobby and ordered the fries as well. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up. Uh, I do, do want to say one last thing before we all do our go ahead. Jill uh, thank you. To Christian Harloff and Mark Ellis for this amazing season. Uh, thank you to the writing staff, PJ Campbell, Abigail Friel, the whole writing team. Y'all effing killed it this season. Uh, yeah. Everyone behind the scenes, uh, Nerd Chronic, um, everyone who is helping put this amazing show together and who made it so amazing digitally because for a while we were all terrified that we would not even get a show down this season. Um, and we and it absolutely blew it out of the park. It was amazing. Uh, so thank you to all of you guys, everyone at Skybound. Uh, <clears throat> all my love and shout out to everyone who made this season possible. So thank you so much, guys. Oh, see, look, Reefton DM'd me saying I can move to him with Germany. So screw you guys. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Brian, there will be a show every single oh. week. So there you go. Uh, Chris and Robert, you guys want to do any plugs where they can find you online? Everything, Chris, if you want to start it off. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I mean, the easiest places over on youtube.com slash cinefanatics. We, uh, we're doing stuff over there. We have our show that we do every Tuesday night at nine 30 central time. It's called the tagline. It's the show where the tagline is the title. And that's where we talk about like all the movie news and everything. And we got a big one coming up this Tuesday because we're going to be talking about all of that Disney goodness that, that dropped this last week. So Yay! we're going to be doing all that there. Um, we also are doing Shimon replay, although that's kind of done for this season for now. Yeah. Uh, maybe some slight changes coming to how we do that show going next season. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, I mean, you find us at the social media handles at Chris Adams MLP. He's got at Robert Adams MLP, and we're both at Cinefanatics MLP. We also got our Patreon, and we just started our Discord on there. So 
everybody at the dollar tier over on Patreon gets gets to hop in our Discord, and we're trying to build a sweet, awesome community over there too. So, all their links are in the description. Um, and I will I will say this: if you have never seen this in the Fanatics, do yourselves guys a treat and go watch them. Um, they're one of the OGs. We would not be here if it were not for them. Nope. Um, so Chris oh, and Robert, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, I know it's long. Good idea, good idea, Brian. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. As long as you're, as long as when I come to Texas, you take me to Whataburger. That's all I care about. Deal. Uh, we'll pick up some Whataburger, but I got some better places to take you. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, and and again, thank you guys for hanging out so long in the stream. I know it's a little late where you guys are, but uh, really appreciate it. You guys are always welcome back here on POV. Um, it was an absolute blast for the next couple of hours talking, talking, slow down and spectacular with you guys. So, uh, whole crew here, Molly, why don't you send everyone to your social media and everything? Yeah, I'm at Molly Damon on Twitter, Molly Damon on Twitch. Me and Alex are over on Star Wars Explained on YouTube talking about Star Wars. The this Friday is going to be our last Mandalorian live stream. Check oh. out, check out the previous one with the POV crew. Super fun. That's a fun one. Um. Yeah, and I'm at Molly Mander on Instagram, but it's it's like it's a lot of makeup, a lot of uh, the animals, not a lot of Star Wars there. <laughs> uh, Jill. Uh, Jilly Marie on Twitter and Instagram, two Y's, two E's. You can also uh, sometimes catch me over on the Pujukin, uh, the PJ Campbell Network. I believe they, I don't know if they're still doing the Unwind right now. Uh, might pop in there later. Um, but yeah, Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's on Instagram and Twitter. Brian? Uh, I'm still recovering from being assaulted. <laughs> uh, B of all, you know, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Qui-Gon Jake, Twitter, Instagram, two ends because someone else took it before I did. You can find us at Schmodown POV on Twitter. You can hit us up on Streamlabs for questions. The Patreon link is down below as well. Uh, watch alongs, all that type of stuff. Um, after show hangouts, you'll see a lot of those here in the coming weeks. Um, <laughs> we've done <laughs> uh and then yes to all of you wondering uh we will still have a weekly show um with the with the season ending and then we also have some other things planned as well so stay tuned for some more information on that next week for january um very very fun stuff planning and then i will also say uh if you were interested in watching more Smodown spectacular content you can head over to call to action right now they actually have adam collins chandrew and marisol mckee on them on with them right now on their channel so you can pop over there and watch some more Smodown content so for the whole crew here, for the Cinefanatics, Robert and Chris, thank you guys again, and the whole entire view crew watching. We appreciate you. We love you, and we will uh, we will see you guys next week. <laughs>